Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, halflings. It's your boy and resident GM, Jay Cobb. This actual play episode showcases Professional GM Friday's new queer undead crime mob campaign setting and guidebook, The Vineyard RPG, compatible with both D&D 5e and Cobalt Press's upcoming Black Flag system. This adventure, as of April 2023, is currently the subject of a Kickstarter campaign. We'll give more details about the Kickstarter at the end of the episode, but definitely make sure that you click the link in the description or head to Friday's Twitter account at IsFridayTV or the official Vineyard Twitter account at VineyardRPG to go check that out and support. Now, this adventure is horror-themed, so expect a little spookiness and maybe a smidge of ookiness in today's one-shot. It's not all-out horror, but the setting is fairly dark in tone. With that out of the way, I'll go ahead and hand the episode over to our illustrious GM. Take it away, Friday! Hello, listeners. I'm Friday. You might recognize my voice. Uh, I have GM'd for 3BH before, and I was, you know, very excited to get invited back to run an adventure that I wrote for the Vineyard RPG. Um, Yeah, is Liv going to be? Totally threw you off your roll. No, that's like... <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, I just thought I was. Were you asking is Liv going to be in this whole recording? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is Liv supposed to be here? Like, <laughs> I'm just watching. We I just wanted to, 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 to um, watch you guys play. Is that all right? No? Liv was never invited to be on the show. We just had her on once, and she never. I just kept showing up, and then they, they can't tell me now. So. <laughs> Full Prince vibe? Woof! <laughs> this makes them even more black! Cake glitches and bitches! And lands in the cusp of a teaspoon? Oh, no! On a Nat 20. No! You think this is just a game? That's disgusting and I love it! Yeah. We're about to get into something real big now. Yeah, so the Vineyard RPG is a queer undead gothic horror uh, book that I'm uh, creating with my uh, co-creator, M. Evil, who's also trans like me, uh, and we are basically just making like a, a super cool uh, resource for GMs to be able to create uh, some more horror in their games in a safe and effective way uh, so that everyone can just have more fun getting scared uh, together uh, within everybody's comfort level. And there are a lot of content warnings uh, to go along with this uh recording as well as just the adventure as well we provide these in the adventure 
And if you're gonna run this for yourself, which you can by going to the Kickstarter campaign page and downloading it for yourself so you can run it for your table. But if you'd like to, I do emphasize that it's good to uh, go over the content warnings with your players. And I'm just gonna quickly, just for you listeners, go over some of the things that may appear. Um, we're only gonna be running the first part of this adventure um, so that we aren't here for six hours. It's probably like a two or three session adventure altogether. But the content warnings, abuse from a religious official, uh, we have gore, paralysis, self-harm, interrogation, imprisonment, body horror, some sensual situations, um, disproportionate power dynamics, addiction, and torment. Um, so it's pretty edgy. Um, Love that. Just... <laughs> I'm Love so ready edge. for that. Yes, this is going to be great. <laughs> this show is called, the subtitle for the show is Three Black Edge Lords. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh my God, like, no, it's not, Jeremy. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, two black edge lords and one black edge lady. <laughs> I love that. I love being an yeah. edge lady. We're in, we're in an inclusive podcast. <laughs> of course, exactly. <laughs> Never forget it. All right. Um, so if we would like to go around the table, let's have uh, each of our performers introduce themselves briefly and then also talk about a little bit about their characters that they just kind of threw together for this one shot. Um, and they will try to convince you that it, they didn't do it last minute. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. I, don't, I, don't I know who my character out. is. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with Liv because Liv is very confident. Oh, okay. Still, there's such teacher vibes right now. I know. Honestly, <laughs> I'm seems like... very confident. I, Why do we hear some <laughs> Honestly, I'm getting thrown back into high school and I'm like, I have to be a straight A student. Okay, I gotta do well. Okay. Hi, I'm Olivia Kennedy. Uh, I'm here and I'm, I'm part of 3BH. I don't know why I feel like I have to justify myself now. I am a part of the podcast, I swear. Um, I'm going to be playing uh, Temerity, who is a glazier tiefling um and uh she's a sorcerer and we're all level 12 i don't know if we mentioned that um uh but she is like oh she's also a shadow sorcerer which um yeah because we were talking about sorcerers recently and i was like well this one sounds fun and cool and i'm gonna do it so so yeah so i'm uh, that's what i'm gonna do um she is uh like fully like um uh, like fully a black tiefling like <laughs> not as in like um <laughs> she that's her race but like you know what i mean she's a black tiefling <laughs> um three black tieflings and she <laughs> is kind of like she's got like um notes of gold like all over her um like she's got like gold around her horns like 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 chains that like gold chains that like link and like connect her horns um she's got loads of rings and loads of like necklaces and all sorts of stuff like that and she is wearing kind of like a dress like robe that's really flowing and um and it swishes when she walks um and she uh has kind of like mostly just a stoic expression um but uh there might be some more going on there than meets the eye also she has kind of like um her eyes are just pure white which contrasts to like um her, her everything else her everything else and that's it. That's temerity. 
And now let's do uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, if you'd like to introduce yourself and your character. Yes. Hello, everybody. I'm Jeremy. Hopefully you know who I am if you listen to this show. Uh, if not, welcome to the show. Or maybe you thought I was Jasper this whole time. Uh, <laughs> but no, this is in fact me. Uh, and I will be playing Yanis Asim. Uh, his pronouns are he, him. He is a level 12 redemption paladin. Uh, Earth Genasi, no less. Um picture uh, a, a, a surprisingly uh, a black man uh, looking <laughs> uh, looks to be in his 60s uh, it's difficult to place his exact age because black don't crack uh, even black stone don't crack uh, <laughs> but he looks to be in his 60s uh, he's despite the fact that he is dressed in armor uh, his armor style is kind of like uh, crusade era Islamic style armor um, he, res he, you can, despite the fact that he's wearing this arbor that makes him look a bit bulkier, um, I think looking at his face and just his general gait, you can tell, uh, he's sort of like an elder, uh, elder twink in build, uh, <laughs> I would say. Uh, he has a gravity to his bearing, but also a kindness and friendliness. What wrinkles that he has in his stone-like skin, uh, appear to have been carved there mostly as laugh lines uh and there is i think his eyes have sort of a robin williams quality to them in that they always look simultaneously sad and gleeful god that's so real but also why i hate explaining my character anywhere near to yours jeremy because it's always just so poetically <laughs> done and i'm like oh, she's got she wears rings <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I, I didn't even finish thank you Liv, for saying that because i forgot <laughs> my part of my description you're welcome so he all he does have a beard uh not like a long beard mostly just a, a goatee uh that is gray it again looks like almost like grass or plants growing through a uh, stone earth um sort of pale uh pale like grayish uh plant like grass almost uh growing out as his beard and he his weapon uh mechanically is a morning star but is actually uh a plant i'm i'm going to pronounce this cor uh, incorrectly but it's a plancon à picot which is a french weapon uh that basically looks like a long iron club with spikes on the side and one long spike on the top, so it can be used for stabbing or bludgeoning. Wow. What what uh, class did you say they were? Did you say the class? Yes, he is a paladin. paladin. He is a redemption totally paladin. Yes, Oath of Redemption paladin. That's exciting. I'm expecting a, a lot of, I guess, speeches? <laughs> you just you wait Friday just you wait oh, no. I can't I can't wait I'm loading up wait. the speeches right now yeah <laughs> fiercely googling great paladin speeches <laughs> we will fight them on the beaches oh my god that's so and, interesting where have I had that pull oh my god <laughs> and moving on to uh, the guest uh, track yeah, hi, I'm Drac or Draconics. You probably rec maybe recognize my voice. I said probably. You probably don't. I have been on <laughs> three black carpets before, <laughs> but it was like one episode, so you might have missed it. It was two. It was, it was two. two episodes. It was two episodes. Yeah. Everyone, uh, please slow down showdown. Back. Yeah, slow down showdown. <laughs> yeah, Drac Drac played Carfe on on uh, slow down showdown. Yeah, and I'm realizing on... that I'm playing an uh, um, uh, Warforged again. <laughs> <laughs> an armorer, artificer, Warforged. <laughs> exactly the same they thing. Broke. I have a type apparently. Um, 
but hi, I'm Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Electronics. I'm a TWG performer, writer, producer. Anything and everything TWG related, I am doing or will be doing. Um, today I'm playing F. Just the letter F is his name. Any pronouns, say he, she, they, even neo yeah, pronouns is fine. Um, they are a uh, Warforged artificer, <laughs> as you probably guessed if you watch my one of my other two <laughs> shows, <laughs> times I've been on here. Um, and they are, I have to give them a different description, so, so I'm at least somewhat original. Um, <laughs> they are just under um, eight feet tall, still within the medium bracket of size, oh. but they are built broad. So like they're very much like the silhouette of a muscle, like a bodybuilder. Um, if you look at them, they are, you know what, I'm going to go with it. They're entirely black metal as well, you know, just fully black. Yes. Um, if you look at yes. the armor on them, everything is built into them. So every single bit of inf um, infused um, items that's created, um, the weapons, everything is infused into them. Their body is almost like uh, a black dragon. So it's all patched um, scales laid over it, over the top of each other to make the scaled armor that covers it in its entire body. Um, in the gaps where the joints are, you can see, and also even smell as well, I think, like the smell of moss and rotting wood as the, um, the joints and everything underneath the metal seems to be wooden or some kind of organic. Um, their face is completely smooth, no mouth, no indentation for ears or anything like that. It just um, holds for eyes that every so often would you'll see a flicker of something, like almost like it's zipping by those holes as if something is in there rather than looking through there. Um, they are They've been around for long enough where they don't have the typical, oh, I'm a robot, I don't understand humanity. But they do have, occasionally you will remember that they're very much not um, humanity <laughs> um, every so often. That, it'll become very apparent um, occasionally. But, um, yeah, they are very, I was going to say stoic, but they have no facial expressions anyway, so that's not really by choice or anything like that. But they're very stoic in how they speak as well, very monotone. Um, and very, very matter-of-fact, but have shown kindness, though it's hard to d decide whether or not the kindness is for the person's sake or for his own personal gain, mm. um, because nearly all the time he does gain from it in some way, shape, or form. I love her. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Within the city, you all have been members of a mercenary band called The Company, hired to protect a local noble who has been summoned to the Tower of Atonement. You've been warned that it's a dangerous and lucrative assignment in equal measure. The company has taken on such tasks before and succeeded half of the time. And as you arrive at the Callum Estate, you let the guards outside the estate know, and they go to fetch Roos, your charge. And he arrives some time later, a fairly broad, muscular black man with a, a beard and wearing a red bandana, of all things, because I'm using the banded captain art nice. <laughs> for this token. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that's where we're going with this. As he arrives... Strong look. I <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, I'll put him on the screen soon uh, for you all, but... Um, for those of you, you can just, I guess, Google D&D Bandit Captain, and then you that's Bruce Kellum. Hey, uh, I guess we can go in to get this thing over with, huh? Yes, I suppose so. Yes, the sooner the better. You got somewhere to be? 
<laughs> I always have somewhere to be. Uh, it's best to keep moving forward at a steady pace, I've found in my years. I, I see. I, I see, I'm an old-timer. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a party to get to after this, actually, so if we could just, like, wrap this up, like, quickly... Oh, Bruce, where are you off to? Am I, um, I'm gonna step up and kind of, like, put, um, my arm around his shoulder and just, like, give him a little squeeze. Uh, as you put your arm around, uh, Bruce, he will, like, kind of give you, like, one of those, like, kind of bug-eyed looks as he'll, like, lean back a little bit, um, but not try to break away from, Mm -hmm. uh, your grip. Um, you are, by all accounts, much more uh, in- intimidating just basically in your your outfit. You have weapons on your person. Uh, you are an accomplished mercenary. Whereas Roos here uh, appears and acts like someone who um, interacts with the noble court quite often in the city um, and talks a big game, but is not necessarily the most prepared to get into a fight. Uh, hence, you being hired for such work. And he looks over and he's like, yeah, yeah, uh... Yeah, you know, I'm really tough, so, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, it, you're just like a precaution because my family's worried, but, like, obviously, I've been in a lot of fights, and um, for the most part, mm-hmm. I would say that this uh, this pale bitch really just wants to uh, intimidate me, and I can't be intimidated, let me tell you. As oh, no, cool. as he says that, I'm gonna walk up my uh, just barely under eight foot frame to <laughs> loom over him and go. That is good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see Bruce's like very attention just like slowly lift and. Yeah, yeah, it is good to hear. Yeah, and he's gonna yeah, like really give you a little know. punch on the on the chest. Is your chest made of a uh, like metal or like sort of an obsidian? I think like entire body's like. Like like a um, iridescent black metal. So it's <laughs> so gonna hear a clang as I, I just slowly look down at his fist and then back up at him. You can see like him like just gently just like kind of shake out his knuckles. It's like, yeah. Good to know that we can uh, thrust you at the uh, forefront if anything goes awry. Yeah, we'll take I've been. Care of it. Yeah, I've been thrusted before. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I roll insight uh, to see if this man is trying to, uh, like, talk a big game and trying to put up a bunch of bluster just so that to try and convince us uh, that he is more courageous and unflappable than he actually is? You may. Okay. Uh, That's an 11. I rolled, unfortunately, rather low. Well, I rolled a, a four, so you can <laughs> you can you can clearly see that this individual is like is indeed talking a, a very big game. Uh, you can see the slight shake in his knees, like the quiver, and just even looking in the direction of the Warrens, um, just as you see his gaze sort of drift over in that direction, you can see the tower from even this far away, um, and seeing it, you can sense a shift in the boisterousness his um the coat that he has put on in order to convince you that he's you know one of you is starting to shred a little bit i give him a, a swift pat on the back like bum bum and try to like jolt him out of it uh shall we then yes let's yes and we should discuss a rush fee considering you want this over and done with Roos. Mm. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, 
You know, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. How about we take bets over who squeals first? You know, it's not going to be me. Hmm. Who are you suggesting that we also will be interrogated, or are there other individuals uh, with whom you would be competing in this deal? Well, I would say that uh, just in general, from what I've heard, a bunch of ghost stories about this tower, you know, none of it's true, but I mean, there, there's also the my friend who went in and managed to come out, you know, with mm. most of the mercenaries who he went in with, who told me a little bit about it, you know, we're gonna, you know, when we, there's a, there's a portal thing, and when we go through the portal... We're going to be in the top of the tower. And then she's going to, you know, flabber gums for a while, you know, and then, um, you know, after we tell her to fuck off, then we can just, like, descend the tower and leave. Wow. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Easy That's simple. Yeah, easy peasy. Yeah. That's right. I find it hard to believe, considering you've hired us for this. Right, it's my family that's hired you, right? Not me, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yes. tough. I could just go it alone. Yeah. But, you know, my family obviously has concerns. They're just like, you know, they're they're kind of like those hot air balloon parents, you know, that are just kind of like peering down <laughs> at me, just following me around the hot city. Balloon, yes. mm. yeah. I do not have parents. I have never experienced that. But I have heard of hot air balloon parents. Right. So it's like um, um, really, uh, I guess, hovering manufacturers. um I never met my manufacturer. I simply woke up in a field one day. Oh. What okay. Kind of field? Like daisies or wheat. corn or wheat? Or... Wheat. Okay. Wheat. I see. See her. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. She I like... tilt my head and go, "Why is it rough?" <laughs> well, you could have woken up among soft grasses, but instead you were among coarse wheat. Right. I meant it in a literal sense. Wheat fed, you know. Yes. Uh, I would like to walk uh, as we're because I'm imagining that we've kind of set off at this point. Uh, as we're walking, I would like to uh, walk next to Roos uh, and gently. Um, I think still with my uh, with my weapon holstered, I'd like to place a hand upon his shoulder and say, "Well, Roos, in my time, I've learned quite a bit about." Hot air. I may not know much about hot air balloons, but I have a lot of experience with hot air as I give him a knowing look and I say, Why don't you just stick next to me and I'll make sure nobody squeals? Uh, and with like a little twinkle in my eye, um, I. It, it's already active, but I have an aura of courage uh, that when I am conscious, I and creatures within uh, friendly creatures within ten feet of me cannot be frightened. Uh, and I would I would like that to kind of take the the um, I'd like to ta- have like that to have that t- uh, take the form of uh, the ground itself appearing to change form as I walk over it, like within a ten foot radius of me. Uh, the ground appears to like take on a more blackened, cracked state. Taking on, honestly, it looks like laugh wrinkles almost spreading out from me uh, as I walk along, uh, kind of providing everyone with some emotional uh, grounding. Incredible. Um, yeah, as you uh, affect Ruth with your aura, you can see his chest a little coming out a little bit, and he's like sitting up or standing up a little bit straighter, and uh, he's like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to beat this thing. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. 
Who would normally take point? Who has like the best uh, perception in our group? Uh, my passive perception is only twelve. Mine is only three. twelve as well. So not very good, but I, I so do. Uh, of- <laughs> <laughs> I can see in the dark a fair bit because because. Uh, oh, true. Yeah, you have you have the best dark vision, so maybe you should. Uh, well, you should go in the middle because you are a sorcerer. Sure. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> yes, I, please. I so because of my artifice, so one of the um, things I have is eyes of an eagle. Um, I get advantage oh. on perception checks, so my perception cool. bonus is not high, but I have advantage on it, and I can see oh, okay. in clear visibility. You can make out details. It should be distant um, objects as small as two feet across. So, yeah, I don't know what that second part means. It's not very specific, okay. but I have advantage on... Okay, how about we... How about my suggestion then, and I'll say this. I, I imagine I don't have to say it. I'm saying it out of character because I imagine yeah. we would just know. Yeah, uh, it would probably make more sense then for F to be in front because yeah. you are st- uh, still quite tanky, uh, followed by, under the circumstances, temerity, so that you have, like, a wall of defense uh, in front of you. Uh, and then uh, maybe uh, then Roos and then me bringing up the rear... Yeah, that's how Would that good. work? Yeah. yeah. Alternatively, I could swap places with Temerity, whichever we think is better. Um, I think Temerity's happy to go in the middle. I think that'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be nice. Um, also, as a side note, um, one of my um, items that I have is a Ring of Spell Storing um, Friday. And oh, I just wanted to just clarify with you that I'm uh, what is in it right now, if this is okay, is Fireball and Invisibility, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's okay with me. I think that sounds great, and I can't wait for that to go horribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, <laughs> I also have that spell. I also have that web, um, item, and I think in mine oh. it's going to have <laughs> um, it's going to be heat metal and lightning bolt. Um, but also, as a, as a um, artificer, I just natively get an uh, item that can store spells in. So I have another item, which I'm just going to say is probably like. Uh, like an arm gauntlet and in that I can nice. cu- I can hold one level one or level two spell and I'm gonna put um I think I'm, I so I'm gonna put did, I know I definitely decided this before <laughs> magic missile into that lovely cool wow. yeah that sounds good also just as a note uh track I don't play with many artificers so you are gonna have to explain like how your things work most of the time um because yes. I am just not gonna fucking know and I'm just gonna be like artificers <laughs> get that um, yeah artificers so, get to just make magic stuff <laughs> yeah 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 it's wild. yeah yeah every time every time I play with artificers it's not very often but every time I play with them I'm just like artificers get that too like anyway <laughs> are you lying to me to are you lying to my face <laughs> no it's just wacky stuff <laughs> all right <clears throat> As you approach, you see the cruel assembly of this tower lay beneath a massive splintered meteor which hangs in the air in foreboding silence. Strands of pulsating silver and smoky gray form a protective web against the ages past attack, tethering it in place, frozen in time. An ivory spire rises from a mass of tombstones, its chilling silhouette, a jagged spear, thrust into the heart of this city. Archways, long since bricked over, are cut into the structure's many levels. Stark gargoyles of humanoids perch at each level of the building, pointing down to whomever dares stand in front of the entrance gateway. Mm. Well, it looks like we've made a decent time. Is this to your liking, Roos? Yeah, easy peasy. Well, very well. Uh, F, shall we? 
I suppose we shall. And I will take a step forward. Um, and as we do, so from the image I'm looking at now, we're walking through the portal. Is there, can I gauge or understand the scripts that's been written around it? You may make an arcana check, or I would also allow just a regular intelligence check. We'll go with arcana. history as well if anyone is proficient i think there's some history with this tower that might be relevant to the party come on artificer got this Ooh, nice. maybe i do not have many skills Ooh. oh 25 okay. 25 okay so you see this 10 foot tall archway of stone with glyphs cut into it that stands near the windowless structure and it bears a mirrored surface um, of which reflects what you see except it's through a backdrop of smoke. And you can tell that it is um, a teleportation device um, that activates with particular keywords. As you look at the tower, you're familiar with the history of it, and you recognize the meteor itself that has been frozen in time above the tower. There was an archmage named Kellen who once summoned the meteor to destroy the Tower of Atonement after he was summoned by the Confessor Astilius. The magic of Ashlyn Rovena from the vineyard halted it. The archmage disappeared sometime later. As you approach the archway, you hear from the depths of the smoke, What would speak of your fabric and not tear you asunder? What secrets lay in the depths of your blood and bone? You may confess, say your name, and enter. Intimidating, I suppose. Is that this is normally the the procedure here? I turn to look back at Ruth. Uh, yeah, I haven't been here before, but like, uh, mm. yeah, this is this is all just like a. This just looks like intimidation tactics, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. Just trying to fuck you up a little bit before you uh, head on in, and they uh, they talk to you. Of course. Well, there's nothing to be worried about. You know that. They mentioned confessing. Does that mean that each of us needs to confess in order to enter? Uh. I think I'm just going to try saying my name and then see what that what happens. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to walk and stand directly next to Roos uh, so that I'm no longer beh- behind him, but I'm right next to him. Yes, perhaps somebody else should go first before Roos. I suppose I can go. I am designated F. As you say your designation, a swirl of prismatic energy shimmers in the recess of the gateway before it shoots out to wrap around your limbs and drags you through the mirror of smoke. F disappears behind the mirror. Oh, sh- shit. Okay. It either worked very well or it right. went very badly, you know? Yeah, do you think F just, uh, do, do Warforge piss themselves? Like, was... could, could, do you think, do you think F pissed themselves? At the very least, <clears throat> like, he could have had a leak. You know? I have right. not paid close attention to F's bodily functions, but uh, it could be that they did experience a moment of panic as they were dragged through the portal. Uh, do we have some way of contacting F just to make sure they're okay on the other side? Temerity? Uh, let me just have a little look-see. Um, yes, in fact, um, well, it depends on if it's, you know, the, 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 the range and the, the portal. I'll give it a go. Uh, and then Temerity will uh, try and point... Uh, both, she'll try through the portal, and then if that doesn't work, she'll try up to the Chamber of Truth, um, and we'll be like, uh, F, are you alive? You can, 
just let me know. As you seek to reach F uh, with your magic, you grasp onto the weave and you try first at the portal and you receive no response. And then you try to reach through the stone of the tower. And you find as your magical weave touches the stone of the tower, it dissipates. Right. Uh, wasn't able to get in touch with F, but it's good to know that there's some kind of magical barrier around uh, around this yes. structure. Um, I think we're going to need to be on high alert. This sort of fortification is not something that I personally was expecting. Um, perhaps uh, should I and Roos go through next? Uh, and then she'll kind of, kind of sidestep around like, I think I'll, I can go. It's fine. I'll go. I'll go. <clears throat> Temerity. As you say your name in front of the gateway, you see prismatic hands reach out to grab your ankles and to drag you inside. <laughs> As she, like, falls back onto the floor and she's getting dragged in slowly, she'll just look up at them like, all right, cool, see you on the other side, maybe. And then <laughs> she's gone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic temerity. Uh, <laughs> I'll take, I'll put my arm, uh, I'll put my arm around Roos and say, on the count of three, Roos. One, two, three. Yannis Asim. And <laughs> as you both say your names, um, and Roos is just cringing terribly as he does, and the energy wraps around the both of you, and it's sort of like a sandpapery energy. It's not very, it doesn't feel very good. It's kind of coarse, and it drags you both inside. As I'm go as we're going, I say, not to worry, Roos. I'm sure nothing but judgment awaits us on the other side. And I pat him on the shoulder as we're <laughs> dragged through the portal. As you reform on the other side of the gateway, you feel the invisible sludge of Arcana drip away. You stand in a chamber, with you at its focal point, atop a dais, and before an elevated seat. High above you hangs a blood-soaked eye the size of a wagon, shifting its illuminating gaze from person to person. Before you stands a metal-cast bowl that serves to house a bonfire, presently lit. The chilled air of the grim area bites at exposed skin. A half-circle of benches forms up behind you, filled with figures so still it gives you an eerie sensation. And just as your eyes adjust to the chaotic lighting of the chamber, you see a sliver of an opening door as someone enters. A thud follows as it shuts. And stepping toward the seat of judgment, high in the chamber, is a tall feminine figure, adorned in battle regalia. Her wings shudder and stretch as she eases back onto her perch before you. It is difficult to make out more than a silhouette due to the lingering mist. Confessor Astilius has arrived. The voice of the Confessor, just as all voices within this chamber, never rises above a soothing whisper. Welcome, my children, Roos Callum. I am pleased that you have obeyed my summons. I see that you did not come alone, however. It would be terribly rude of me to ignore your companions. Please, introduce yourself, name, occupation, and what it is that you seek to confess. Um, I'll look back and forth at the others and say, All right, well, age before beauty. Uh, and I'll step forward and say, 
Greetings. Uh, my name is Yanis Asim, uh, and I am. Uh, my occupation is uh, mercenary, and well, I wish to confess that I did not expect that I would need to confess anything. That was going to be my answer too, actually. So, uh, same page. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Very good. Welcome, all the same. And you? And she looks to temerity. Um, uh, I confess that I am here to um, keep my good friend company. I will gesture over my head. Over, I'll incline my head over to to Roos. Will that do? For now, yes. And you? She looks to F. I am designated F, and. I confess that I'm not much of a fan of Roos. I find him quite annoying. <laughs> mm. I can understand how you would feel that way about him. He has a particular way. I believe the first words that came out of his mouth when he met us were lies. And that is not a way to build a relationship, working or otherwise. Mm. I can see that. <clears throat> you guys, he's right there. He's right literally just there. <laughs> I look at Roos. Uh, is he, like, transfixed by uh, the confessor? You can see upon Roos's exposed skin, just his face and his arms, you can see sweat beginning to beat up, and there's a slight shiver to his entire body as he is a little bit in awe of the confessor and the current situation that you all find yourselves in. The confessor takes a look at you, Giannis, and says, You, you are such a beautiful creature. Are you proud of your appearance? <laughs> well, when you reach my age, pride in appearance needs to be tempered uh, by uh, measured expectations. Um, I do the best I can with what little resources I have remaining to me. Um, so, uh, in my younger days, however, I was very proud of my appearance. Uh, this armor that I'm wearing would have been shining like the sun. <laughs> I see. And for you, and she shifts her gaze to temerity, you don't have a spell book, but you surely must have had some sort of tutor. Is that your is that your question? Um, well, uh, uh, my powers are more innate. Then who is it that you seek to please in your expansion of your knowledge and your acquisition of power? We're honest, myself. Simply myself. Hmm. You don't serve any deities. She shakes her head. I serve myself. So you serve money. That is... That is the way we live, is it not? It is the way that some people live. And all things I seek to first listen and understand. In acquiring or learning more about the motivations of those who visit me, I feel as though it's always an interesting game. 
Well, I tell you what, um, yeah, me and my friends, first of all, we're tough. So whatever you got going on here, um, I don't really think that it's going to work. Uh, and we're all pretty, you know, we're locked up tight, you know, lids firmly shut, you know, with like a lock and some chains, um, and a key that one of us swallowed. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I didn't even realize you were trying to intimidate us. Uh, you are certainly an imposing figure, uh, confessor. But I must confess, though I do feel uh, imposed upon, I do not feel intimidated, and I'm sure that I can. I speak for my companions as well. Uh, and as I'm saying this, I would like to sort of glance around the room because there are people there in the stands, right, uh, observing us right now. Or yes. figures, at least, in the stands that appear to be observing us? Yes, as you speak, you see the confessor drawing a gloved hand along one of her horns and tracing idly from the base of it to the tip. And she's listening to you with a very focused stare. And you see her gaze flaring with firelight for a moment. As you look behind you, you can see... The figures in the stands haven't moved at all. Some of them are slumped over, it looks like, though, from where they sit. And you do catch a glimpse within the bonfire's light that there, some of them are chained. Can I roll a perception check and see if there is anyone among them that I recognize? You may, yes. Okay. I do have dark vision, if that helps. 60 feet. Um, that is a 14. So as you look amongst those who are sitting in the stands behind you, you don't recognize anyone yet. It's hard to make out all of their features, however. So The confessor looks over to F and says, For someone who is, I would think, very level-headed and perhaps not as interested in the tumultuous scandals that you may hear of. I'm curious. What have you been hearing of late? Can you be specific? I've been hearing a lot of late. Do you mean of this tower? Of you? Of Roos here? Of my companions? Your companions or of the courts or what's being said in the street? Scandals, rumors, things like that. The sort of things that might be protected by those who see them as valuable. You don't seem like that kind of person. I think he... They stand there for a moment, and to um, Yanis and Temerity, this is like a normal thing where he kind of takes a moment to think. Um, and I think you can almost hear him thinking... It's not like a grinding of gears, but it's almost like the sound of shuffling and um, rustles in his head coming out from the holes that he uses his eyes. And then um, he tilts his head again and goes, nothing of value or use that I can think of. Our friend Roos here, I say friend very lightly, said that he has a friend who I assume doesn't consider him as one who have come here and come out with 
just a few of the mercenaries hired to guard them making it out. I suppose that's the only rumor I have heard of that was of interest to me because I am currently a mercenary hired to allow a noble in and out and I like to know my chances of surviving. Under the case of the wandering mother, none should keep secrets. And those of you who speak honestly, then I will listen and spare you. But for those of you, and I wish to express this wholeheartedly, those of you who are expressing such courage in the face of overwhelming power, I shall put you through the rigors of this tower and enjoy reports of your torment. Uh, as she was saying this, I would like to have been activating my divine sense, sort of uh, sort of closing my eyes and centering myself uh, as the wrinkled lines in the floor that surround me due to my aura seem to deepen. Uh, and I would like to, as an action, sense any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me that is not behind total cover. And I'm basically trying to tell, is she undead or a fiend or potentially celestial? And are the people in the stands who I think are within 60 feet, are they uh, of the, one of those types as well? As you activate your divine sense, as you connect with your deity, you look upon the confessor whom you know to be a whisperborn, someone formed out of the wandering mother's bonfire, out of a literal secret. You can see the flame in her chest still burning bright. No one has spoken her secret, and therefore she lives. And behind you, you sense a noxious air about that. The being sitting in the stands the undead who have been shackled there and as she seems to notice that you have made a connection with your deity the confessor reaches upward throwing up an arm and gesturing to the stands the confessor says sing to me my children warn this fool of their folly and a noxious groan rips through the corpses, sitting in the pews as they stir to sudden life. Jaws crack and necks pop as they struggle to exhale what dusty breath rests in their desiccated lungs. A dozen of the dead rattle their manacles and hiss. Confess! Confess! And you can see Roos beginning to get rattled as he reaches down and draws his sword. We are going to roll for initiative. Ooh. Oh, oh my god. Oh, what's happening? Oh my oh. god. <laughs> Already. So we just we just we just have been fighting in here. Okay, cool. Okay. Cool. Okay, okay. I'm gonna roll my my physical dice. Give it a go. Um, Wasn't uh, worth it. <laughs> Friday. I don't know if it. <laughs> I don't know if it showed up in the uh, in the in uh, foundry, but 10. I rolled a, yeah, I got a ten. ten. Yeah, cool. 
Um, so we have F at 17, we have ecstasy, um, or I'm sorry, temerity. <laughs> the I don't know why it's name, not changing. <laughs> yeah, the name didn't update, I'm sorry. Uh, in That's okay. Uh, we got Roos at 12, we got uh, Giannis at 10. I did roll, I rolled um, uh, a 7 plus 2 on my dice, so if you want to change it to 9, feel free. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it's going to, uh, it'll, it'll just change the order, so we'll put you at 9. Uh, you're at the end. Um, that's a good place for the sorcerer to be, honestly. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. You see the confessor as she points at the bonfire in front of you all. The blue bonfire blazes and whoosh sends out a shockwave of fire. I need a dexterity saving throw from everyone as this lair action is used. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, I think everybody gets a bonus. Yeah. Let me just make sure. They should. Uh, your, Plus your charisma. Yeah, with my okay. paladin abilities. Um, dexterity saving throw. Let's see. Okay, I don't think I have anything for this, do I? Ha! That's a three. Oh, um, <laughs> You hate to see it. You absolutely hate to see it. Uh, said, my bonus is a plus two, but I think it actually the the three should actually oh, be God. a six because I think everybody gets a bonus to saving throws. We had two uh, natural <laughs> ones on this first deck. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, so uh, that feels bad. See it. Yeah. I can't help you guys, but I want to help myself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to use. I believe it's. I don't know if it actually help me. Hold on. Um, then I'm a plus three because of your aura. You um, already have, yeah, you have a plus three. So, so you're at 13. 13. Yeah. Um, can you boost that to an 18? You can't. Um, flash of genius, right? Flash, flash of genius, genius. yeah, yeah that think, works yeah, for my, my flash genius will only get to me a 17, so I'm going to save it. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a rough, rough call. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. take it easy on you and just let you know the 17 is the DC. Oh, oh okay. Hey. Or this ability. <laughs> yeah, the lair actions are a little bit lower than the other ones, so you want to use that? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna um, use it. Thank you, Friday. And because it is a uh, lair action, it does not it's save or suck, um, so it's a little bit less powerful than the normal abilities. So we are doing 19 fire damage to Temerity and Giannis as the fire blazes and expands and hits all of you, including Roos. Um, ah, do you like. round up or down, uh, Friday? Because I'm a tiefling and I take half of fire damage. Ooh, so yeah. Nice. Uh, round down for you. Um, Bab, so eight? Yeah. No. Uh, I have an yes. ability called Aura of the Guardian. When a creature within ten feet of me takes damage, I can use my reaction to magically take that damage instead. Okay. So I would like to take my damage as well as Roos's damage. Okay. Uh, okay. That would be the 19. Yeah, the full 19 yeah. for him. Excellent. Okay, so it's 38 damage to me. Okay. Bloody hell. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. You see uh, the flames now. as they begin to surround Roos, and you activate your ability. They get funneled straight into you and strike you in the chest, burning you. The Confessor will spread her wings, and she will leap into the air before she glides down to stand in front of all of you. Uh, be in front of the Paladin. As she sets her boots onto the ground, um, she will cast Blade Barrier. Mm -hmm. Confess, I thought we were just having a nice chat, and here we go. My goodness. Yes, this escalated quickly. I now understand why your family hired us. Yeah, uh, we're tough, though. We're good. 
All right, so there is a um, going to be a straight wall, um, that a circular wall, I should say, uh, around the confessor, and she's going to just place it in the squares surrounding her, essentially. So specifically, me and um, Ruth. <laughs> was, that, was that a spell, Friday? It is a spell. Can I try and counterspell it? You can. Okay, I'll give it a go. Okay. Um, what level are you casting Counterspell? I'll do third level, so okay. I'll have to probably roll, right? You will have to roll. So this okay. will be a an Arcana check, essentially. You're going to roll um, an Arcana check, and you need to get a, a third. Or it's a 16, isn't it, for Counterspell? Uh, it depends on the level of the spell. Yeah. It's yes. 10. It's 10. Uh, so yeah, it's, level it's spell, so 16. DC check. Yeah. Uh, and um, you'd have to add your spellcasting modifier. Yes. Or spellcasting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's give it a go. Um, that is my spell. Uh, 17. All right. Oh, You're going to counter that spell, um, and she will slowly turn her attention to you. I think we should uh, hold off on hold off on that for a moment, shouldn't we, Confessor? I'll think about it. That will be... Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, that'll be her turn in... If I start the tracker, there it is. Okay, now it is F's turn. As um, everyone's talking about, we should talk about it and stuff like that. Um, she's gonna go. I have no qualms with violence, and I'm going to immediately make a beeline for them. I think I'll end up like darting around. Um, Yusa, um, no Yusa, sorry, that's a different character. Giannis, Giannis, uh, <laughs> and Roos. Mm-hmm. Um, and just get a flanker on the side, yeah. Yeah, on yeah. this side. Um, and I'm going to just slam my fists together, and you hear the sound of lightning and thunder crackling from my fists, and go for two punches as okay. I aim to strike. Um, so, 17 to hit the first one. The first one, uh, she will deflect as she just brings her hand over and pushes your wrist just to narrowly miss her. Okay. And that 20 for the second one. Yeah! That will of course hit, yes. Yeah. I slam my fist into them and deal um, all damage. So I think that's 10 points I believe. Yep, it looks like damage. it rolled your critical damage for 13 total, it looks like. Oh, 13, okay, yeah, 13 points mm-hmm. of thunder damage as I punch them mm-hmm. in the in the chest. And now that I've connected with thunder, my thunder gauntlets, they have disadvantage on attacking anyone but me. Okay. Until the end of my next turn. Okay. All right. Um, um, and cool. Then I am again going to slam my fist together. And you see the iridescent shimmer that I've always had when the light hits it just right become even more vibrant as I use um, guardian armor and gain 12 temporary hit points. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Legendary action. The Confessor is going to reach and attempt to grab your wrist. Uh, that will be a this much. Oh, it's only a 13 to hit, so I believe Ooh. she will miss. Yes, um, she misses. Miss UF, yeah. Your armor class is 16? Uh, it should be 18. 18? Okay. Yes. All right, cool. Is it is that? Yeah, I need to pop that. All right. Um, I get some stuff from my infusions. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. All right. So uh, next up is Roos. Uh, Roos is gonna he's gonna take a swing. Uh, he's feeling brave. He's feeling cool. you know like the group is doing a good job thus far. Uh, he's emboldened. Um, he's gonna miss his first swing, however, um, <laughs> as he swings right. wide, and then the uh, the the second swing, unfortunately, is going to miss as well. And he's like, "Quit moving!" <laughs> hey, it is now Giannis's turn. Uh, okay, uh, Giannis is going to very quickly hand signal to the group because uh, I imagine we have hand signals for different ca- classifications of creature. I'm going to basically hand signal saying the people in the stands are undead. She is unknown. Is that is that an accurate assessment, Friday? Um, you would, uh, yeah. There's a lot of rumors surrounding the confessor that you would be familiar with. Um, a lot of the vineyard are undead. Uh, it would appear, based on your divine sense, that she is not undead. Um, she's whisperborn. Uh, there's a lot of lore differences, but for mm. uh, just for your abilities, th- there's no interaction. Okay, then if if we've in, if we've heard of Whisper, Whisperborn and we're familiar with that, then I'll use the hand signal to be like Whisperborn. The rest are undead, uh, and then I will draw. Uh, I will draw my placon à picot, uh, and I'm going to use uh, one of my features, uh, one of my feet features, uh, precise strike. Once per turn, I, oh, when I make a weapon attack against a creature, I can cause the attack roll to have advantage. So I'm going to roll uh, and try and hit her with advantage. Uh, that is to hit. Uh, we'll see if that does it, because I rolled uh, low. Does a 17 hit? A 17 does not hit. Very annoying. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> swing again, uh-huh. uh, w- this time without advantage. Uh, does a 19 hit? That will just crack. The AC is 19. Ooh. Okay, so with a 19, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pump a first level divine smite into this. Yeah. Uh, so, let me see. That is going to be 3d8. Uh, actually, wait. No, at my level, do I get a boost to all attacks? Let me just check, because I might actually have divine an might. additional. Uh, might, not, yeah. yeah, I might. Let me just... Uh, at 11, quickly. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, let me just, Improve divine smite. Yep. When I hit with a melee attack, they take an extra d8, so that's going to be 4d8 damage. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, plus... 4d8 plus 7. So that's going to be 33. Okay. 33 points of damage, much of which is radiant. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to use another ability uh, that I have, which is also from a feat, and I'm going to use Commanding Rally. As a bonus mm-hmm. action, I can command one ally within 30 feet of myself to attack. So I'm going to look at uh, F and say... Pour it on! Uh, and F as a reaction, you can immediately make one weapon attack. If you hit, you can roll. You can add an extra D8 as a bonus to the damage. Okay, cool. It has to be a weapon attack. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Then, again, hearing that with just almost oddly quick and silent for his incredible size, he's going to go for another punch of his Thunder Gauntlet uh-huh. as a reaction. Cool. Um, let's see if I hit 20. How- yeah. That'll hit, yeah. And uh, Jeremy, how much radiant damage was that? Um, the radiant was specifically five. Okay, so um, twenty-one of that was radiant. Okay, you find that as the divine smite courses along the body of the confessor, um, the radiant energy, as you see it, is snuffed out, 
Uh, it looks like she is resistant to radiant damage. Um, oh, and you wonderful. Add, <laughs> should I add an extra d8 to that damage, right? Yes. Okay, so... And is that radiant damage? No, this okay. is just an extra d8 of okay, whatever cool. damage they do. So All right. thunder damage. So, yeah. Yeah, so you're... 18 points of thunder damage. Cool. Uh, F, you connect with a, another punch to the side of the Confessor, uh, nearly knocking her back. Um, but she she stands her ground as you see a shield appear uh, along her left arm, um, apparating out of smoke. Was that your turn, Giannis? Yes, that is okay. the end of my turn. The Confessor is going to utilize her legendary action. I feel like we should all have legendary actions. We're level 12. I never get this high, you know? <laughs> I feel like a legend. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, she- she will uh, whisper at you, Giannis. Run. And I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Okay. Is this a frightened effect? This is not a frightened effect. Okay. So uh, I have a plus nine to wisdom saves. Uh, and I let's got see. a good chance I guess to this succeed. Be... Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Uh, I think the plus three is already added on D&D Beyond. So let's yeah. see. Okay, 21. Okay. You resist the uh, effects of Dissonant Whispers, the enchantment magic, as you stand your ground and you do not run as she commands. Um, Temerity, it is currently your turn. What would you like to do? Temerity uh, will hear what um, Giannis has said about her being Whisperborn. Um, And you said that we know the background of Whisperborns, mm-hmm. right? right? Uh, okay. to, to a degree, um, would you like to know more? Sure, sure. I mean, uh, should I roll something to see how much I know? Or? Yeah, that's fine. You can roll a history check. All right. I'm bad at it. <laughs> uh, let's just roll it. The visual dice. Uh, it's not great. It's seven. A seven. Great. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you know that Whisperborn are created by... Um, the clerical order of the Wandering Mother who serve um, the Wandering Mother. And they, when they collect secrets from people, um, sometimes those secrets, as they are collected, they are written down uh, onto a piece of parchment. When that parchment is placed onto the bonfire of the Wandering Mother, a Whisperborn appears. Um, a lot of their sort of like background and um, sort of like what they do and like who they are just as a people, um, you know is sort of alien, but you don't know too much other than that uh, okay. for a seven. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, Temerity is going to, uh, witnessing everyone having a brawl, she's going to just kind of uh, wander up her full movement uh, and take her seat. Um, that's a 10-foot wall. Um, so, that's a 10-foot wall? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and then she, <laughs> she walks up. She very slowly tries to climb over the wall and then doesn't do it. And then <laughs> turns back around. Um, but <laughs> hoping nobody notices. She, uh, <laughs> um, she like presses a uh, couple of fingers to her temple and looks over at, um, at the confessor. And in like a low echo tone, she says... What secret made you then, Confessor? And she's going to cast Detect Thoughts. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. Um, yeah. 
Yes. Oh god, how is it? I wish I had an oh, ability so to give disadvantage on this. I know. It's surface thoughts, <laughs> and then if I want to push deeper, then they make a saving throw. Uh-huh. So I, I get her sur- surface thoughts immediately. Um, Ooh, and you just asked the question. I did, yes. Sneaky, sneaky. I know, but also I don't want to, like, <laughs> break the game or something. No, that's fine. Um, okay, she okay. rolled a 26, so... Okay. <laughs> but, um, so it says, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature. Yeah. Uh, what is most on its mind in that moment? And then I can, uh, so yeah, go deeper. So, as yeah. you uh, brush up against... Um, I guess her brain, um, as you <laughs> delve a little bit into the mind of Athelius, um, you can see that she's. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> you can... That's like what she's thinking as you brush her brain. <laughs> um, you can see that she's uh, interested in learning more about you and um, retrieving a particular secret from Roos. Okay. Oh, from Roos. Oh, I, okay, so. Uh, she's interested in getting a secret focus. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okie dokie. Um, in that case, uh, she's going to like drop her hand from a table and like give a little huff, and then she will use a s- couple of sorcery points, I believe, um, uh, to cast a quicken spell, um, and she's going to change uh, infestation into a bonus action mm-hmm. and cast infestation. Okay, is that a cantrip or a leveled spell? It is a cantrip. Okay. Um, I don't see that too often. That's the bug one, right? Yes, bugs. Um, You uh, cause a cloud of mites, fleas, and other parasites Mm -hmm. to appear momentarily. Target must succeed in a constitution saving throw or take uh, 3d6, that was. Um, Damage. Poison damage. And move in a a direction based on a d4 roll. So my save, my save will be yeah, Constitution seventeen is the save. Oh, interesting. Um, wow, uh, this is this is putting me in such an interesting position. Okay, so uh, Astilius, <laughs> so um, no, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. You, you you're gonna see. Um, so as <laughs> as you cast this spell, um, and you see her head twitch to the side a little bit as she hears it, um, you see her reach out up into the air and appear appearing out of a uh, billow of smoke is a whip a cat of nine tails that she she hits herself with three times and she will use uh, the flagellate ability and she will take 98 slashing damage to resist Uh, the effects of that spell what what What? <laughs> Who keeps saying that? <laughs> that one was me. <laughs> we are working. Yeah. <laughs> so oh sorry. my god, how much? Just she, people are whipping she took themselves. 48. She took 48 <laughs> slashing damage. Oh and my she, goodness. She turns to you and she says, No. Was that your turn? <laughs> um, Movement, action, bonus action. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I, th- I thought she was going to say again, but, <laughs> hey, I but that was not. I, I don't know. I just got that vibe. She will reach out with legendary action to grasp at F once again, and we're going to see if I can roll higher than a three. <laughs> you can do it. Wump us. Friday. Oh, 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 oh. 
Wow, I jinxed myself. I rolled a three. So, um, oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a total of 15. So uh, she will miss as she reaches out with her legendary action again. And we are at the top of round two. Uh, we are going to go through the lair action. Um, she will say, sit still. And from the shelves at the far ends of the chamber, you see various scalpels, knives, and other torture implements whoosh, rush through and float over to forming a, what is it, 20 uh -oh. foot? It is a 30 foot radius oh, God. <laughs> of these torture tools that float That's there menacingly minutes. around her. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not good. That's a big radius. That's me. This oh. is not hot. <laughs> she, this ain't it. <laughs> slight clue. She said, sit still, by the way. Mm. Um, so, uh, are they just, surrounding her as well? <laughs> um, yes, but they don't look poised to strike her. Okay. Um, she is going to point her finger at F and say, confess. And just then, along your feet, a shadowy box appears from the stones beneath your feet whoosh, and rises a confessional box trapping you within it. You are restrained and you are within uh, two quarters cover. Let me check. Um, is, there a, is this a spell? It is not a spell. This is an ability. So, um, you are restrained within the space within a shadowy confessional for one minute, and you have half cover from attacks and effects outside the confessional. At the start of your turn, you may confess a secret aloud, then make a wisdom saving throw. The saving throw is made with advantage if you confess a painful secret. Um, then the confessor can choose to hurt you or not. The confessional box disappears if you save. Whoa. <laughs> After that, okay. she will reach forward to grab a hold of you, uh, Giannis. Gotta get them out of there. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. The first is a 23 to hit. Uh, and, a 23 will hit. Yep, and she will grasp onto your wrist, and she will attempt to pull you in a little closer, just as you feel the necrotic energy of inflict wounds begin to course through your oh, body. Oh, boy. And it will be cast at will at third level. This is very strong. <laughs> that is 30 necrotic damage for the first hit. Okay. <laughs> we don't like that. We don't and, like that one. Day. And as you uh, flail and you attempt to release your wrist, uh, it is enough to avoid her second inflict wounds um, as mm. she reaches forward uh, towards you as I roll a natural one. So it's a good day oh. for three black halflings. Yes. It's <laughs> uh. <laughs> slightly better than it could be, yes. <laughs> She's still going to destroy us. <laughs> now, at the and I'd like to explain the secret mechanic. Um, within the presence of someone who can accept a secret, um, if you are going to confess a secret, I would just ask that you let me as a GM know so that I can help you narrate what occurs. Mm. Um, at the beginning of your turn, we have to decide for F, are they going to confess a secret or not? It depends on the answer to this one question I have okay. for you, Friday. Sure. Um, am I in just like pitch darkness? 
You are not in pitch darkness. You can kind of see through it. There is a window that you can see the confessor, just like a confessional box and like a, um, you know, just spoiler. It's this is a little you know Catholicism like inspired perhaps. Yeah. But <laughs> oh uh, yeah, no, I, I no, I've uh, been in this box. Yes. <laughs> in that case, um, no, I'm not going to confess. Okay. In that case, you're going to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Does that take? I have a. Okay. So does that take an action? Because I have a thing I want to do. It is at the beginning of your turn, so you beginning. do it before any action. Oh, okay, so okay, it's just cool. automatic. Cool. So it's not okay. Yeah, cool. As long as it's not action. Okay, you got a plus three. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you can do it. Twelve plus a plus three, seventeen. Oh. Okay. A seventeen, unfortunately, is not going to make it. Um, oh. And you are going to take ten d ten psychic damage as the confessor chooses to hurt you. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Ah! Ah! Oh, no. and, you know, I'm going to take a screenshot of this um, just so Jeremy, you know this is real. Um, I am. Uh, let me see if I can even do this. Hold on. It was either all ones or all tens. Can you, can all you ones use, or all tens. Can you use, uh, can you use Flash of Genius? Maybe? Oh, I forgot about Flash of Genius. I'm no! going to take you. It, I forgot to do it. So I'm gonna take you that. take 69 psychic damage. Yay! Nice. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I think for some reason, once again, I'm like, that's hot. <laughs> Giannis! I yell over. I don't know. Um, I'm all confused. Yeah, apparently. You are restrained. It is now your turn, however. Yes. Um, um, so I can see the confessor in front of me. I am going to look slightly behind them and cast Misty Step. Okay, nice. yeah, um, nice, that nice, is something nice, that, you know, spoiler for those of you who are players, if you play this, mm -hmm. um, Misty Step is not prevented by this. Um, I'll tell you what does prevent it, though. As the Confessor reaches forward and she slashes at the air, she will abjure your spell and cancel it. Uh, is that is, is that with a counterspell? She will use her reaction when Estelius sees a creature within 60 feet of her casting a spell. She can try to interrupt it if the creature is casting a spell using a third level or lower the spell fails and has no effect okay so i couldn't i couldn't try to counter spell unless they were upcasting um it automatically no, I is that. yes correct you cannot um, counter spell this abjure spell it's only a twice a day ability however damn okay, gotcha. okay then so she's um, got another one Ugh, cool <laughs> in that case i am going to um I'm there with like a scalpel held to my neck, just like <laughs> right in the base, just like. So, do you think she's gonna put us up on the stands when she kills us, or what? <laughs> We're I'm... not getting paid enough for this one, Rusi. Yeah, we're really not. Uh, I think that'd be the end of my turn then. You don't have an action that you'd like to use? Um, no one I can use. It's Misty steps a bonus, right? Well, you're restrained. Yeah. You can still attack. You just you can have still attack, right? Yeah, it'll just be a disadvantage. So I can attack through the confessional stand. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was pretty thinking it was like it's a, a curtain. A yeah, you're just punching box. through the okay. curtain. Yeah, okay. you can reach out. Um, in that case, I'm I was going a to, box, to be fair. cast. I think it's going to be a go for a punch, honestly. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Firebolt through the confessional stand. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's a disadvantage anyway because you're short range, but yeah, that'll work. Yeah. You got this. You got this, F. You got this. 18. An 18, unfortunately, Ooh. is not enough. Jesser, 18 is 19. Oh. Um, and the firebolt oh, goes so close. swinging you... wide and then hits the ceiling. 
can you can you do a flash genius on that? No, it's not attacks. I think is it's it? not. I don't think it's attacks. No, it's not no, no. just saving throws and ability checks. So that'd be the end of my turn. So annoying. Makes me wish I'd cast bless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, bless. God, honestly, bless um, <laughs> best skill in, in the game. Best spell in the game. Uh, but it's so good. Yeah, it's mo- much better than bane. Because yeah. bane, you have to make charisma saves. It, yeah, I've got a whole thing about it. <laughs> yeah, it's um definitely for this fight in particular. Like having. Having good support spells is very important um, because of the all the save DCs for this fight. But um, that being said, um, legendary action. The confessor is going to. Um, she is going to. Hmm. What's she that up plus, to? That plus nine thinking? saving throw for for Giannis, though. It's like that's that's hard to overcome. Um, she will look over to you. Uh, Temerity, and she Hello. will cast. What's she gonna cast? What's she cooking up? Hold up! Don't let her cook. <laughs> <laughs> don't let her cook. Uh, she she will cast. Um, she's just gonna cast Dissonant Whisper. So give me a Wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, she's gonna counterspell it if she can. Okay, yeah. Um, she's just like nah, as, not not having her touch me. <laughs> as, as she turns and like begins to speak the words, um, you quickly uh, uh, counterspell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, temerity. Like uh, I think she's just gonna like reach across her neck and do it a kind of like cutting across the throat motion. Like no, and that's how she casts it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, that was one legendary action. Now we have Roos's turn. Uh, Roos is gonna say, "Hey, don't give up. She's just all talk. She's just all talk." Uh, he's gonna miss. No, she's not. No, she's actually <laughs> killing us. Bruce. <laughs> uh, Bruce will roll a natural twenty for the second hit Ooh! after Bruce! missing the first. All right, um, and he'll do uh, a little bit of damage. Good twenty Bruce. damage here. Um, okay. As he, as he connects, you know, respectable. respectable okay, Bruce. Um, like ha. Her bar did like not. Move. Oh no, I was looking at the wrong bar. I was looking at Liv's bar. I'm like, her bar didn't move. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't display uh, bars normally for uh, players, but um, uh, just each other. Um, anyway, so uh, Giannis, uh, you can see that she's she's a little wounded. She's been taking some damage thus far. Um, she's got some cuts on her. Um, Giannis, it is currently your turn. What would you like to do? Okay, um, that will be determined by uh, is is the booth surrounding my ally F a magical effect? Hmm. I would not consider it uh, a traditional magical effect, but what are you trying to do? Well, basically, I could, uh, I could potentially. Oh, it's a spell. No, never mind. It's not even a spell. She didn't cast a spell on him, did she? Uh, in that case, never mind. I was going to try and dispel magic, but it works specifically on spells. Uh, mm-hmm. In that case, I'm just going to try and hit her. Okay. Um, I'm going to precise strike to give myself advantage on the attack. Uh, come on, Black Lives Matter dice. <laughs> Hell yeah. That is a dirty 20. Yeah, that'll hit. hit. Yay. Okay. So that, uh, gosh, I hate wasting radiant spell slots on her, but I I feel like I, we need to do as much damage as possible. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't prepare any other kinds of smites. Uh, so I'm going to drop another first level uh, Divine Smite. So that's another 
2d8, so it's a normally 1d8 plus another d8 from the precision strike plus another d8 from uh, just being a high-level paladin, uh, and that one is of uh, uh, radiant, and then another 2d8s. Okay, well, the radiant damage was only four from all three of those d8s. In total, that is 22 damage. 22, and that's after the reduction? Yeah, that's four was the total damage, and then 28 with the four added to the rest. So the rest of the damage together was um, the rest of the damage, or not 28, sorry, 21. The rest of the damage together was uh, 18. Okay. Plus four. So it would be, sorry, it would have been 22, but I guess the four, it would be 20. Okay. Because the four is halved. Yeah, great. Uh, So that's with the first attack. Uh, We're going to try. This one is not going to have advantage, but we're just going to go for it. Come on, baby. Come on. Let's go. That's a natural four. That's not going to do it. So, yeah, I'm going to bonus action. Uh, I'm going to bonus action commanding rally and encourage uh, encourage F to attack again. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. And just for everybody's uh, insight, um, you have done a total of 150 damage to the confessor thus far. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for another swing. Um, I'm restrained, so it's a disadvantage, yep. right? Yep. Okay. 21. Yeah, that'll hit. Yes! yes. You get an extra D8 damage. Okay, awesome. So that is one. So nine points of damage. Okay. Thunder damage. Nice. And again, they have disadvantage on all attacks against anyone but me until the end of my next turn. All right. Super cool. Um... I guess legendary action. Um, she's gonna, she's gonna reach through the confessional box uh, towards you. Now you have half cover, so you're gonna get plus two to AC, but she's gonna be at advantage because you're restrained. Yes. It's private time. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first one, it's gonna be a twenty-five to hit um, for you. Sorry, can you say that again? A twenty-five to hit. Yes, that hits. Okay. Um, and as she reaches through the confessional box, she will wrap her hand around your metal throat and say, quiet. Oh, you got really lucky here. Okay, so 14, 14 necrotic damage only as... Um, necrotic, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anything Are you resistant that, to Drag that at all? So lucky. I'm checking real quick. No. Okay. But I'm going to use my reaction uh-huh. as I take this damage. You said 14? Yeah. 14. And take this damage. I'm going to use my reaction, which is Gift of the Gem Dragon. And oh. they have to make a strength saving throw. Oh, she does? Okay. What's this she for? She like seem super back? strong. Yeah, they get, they get blown back and take damage to oh. six force damage. Okay. <laughs> All right, so as she, like, uh, and this doesn't prevent the attack, right? No, no, no I still okay. take the damage, yeah. Okay, yeah. So as uh, that happens, you want to describe what happens as the Confessor is blown back by your ability. They said quiet, right? Yes. So they grab me and say quiet. And I think you you see... Because I think I already have the look and even the smell of rotting words. So I think that smell gets stronger as necrotic damage goes through me. But very suddenly, very strangely, despite not having a visible mouth, I yell incredibly loudly, no. And it's like a, almost like a sonic boom. And if she failed it, she gets knocked back 10 feet and takes 2d8 force damage. Okay. Um, Does she get knocked back into the flames? So it takes 15 <laughs> points cool. of force damage. Yes. Cool. Yeah, she'll get knocked back. Um, and as she um, 
hits the side of the uh, the bowl for the bonfire. There's a little bit of some additional fire damage, but it looks like she is built to withstand fire. Mm-hmm. Almost as though Makes she sense. was born. Ooh. That does fit with the lore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that was that. Uh, and I believe it is now Temerity's turn. Temerity, what are you doing? Right. Uh, Temerity is going to... Uh, her eyes narrow and she kind of hunches over slightly um, and shadows seem to kind of convalesce around her um, as she says, sick her. And those shadows, shadows will just um, emanate from her and will manifest into a hound of ill omen that appears right next to her um, and it's basically it's a dire wolf uh, it's made out of shadow it's basically like a, a, a hellhound um, and its bark is booming and terrifying um, so <laughs> uh, there are some this is a bonus action mm-hmm. uh, I spend uh, three of my sorcery points to do that okay what's um, what's the HP and the AC of this creature just so I can the HP uh, is um, it's the dire wolf uh, 37 plus, yeah uh, yes, yeah, plus something, isn't it, Jeremy? Yeah, it's the direwolf's HP plus something from you. Let me just okay. check. So 37 is base. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, 37 base. I'll look um, it up, Liv. You keep going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, so it appears uh, right next to her um, and is like uh, hounding her, forgive the pun, um, as she's like tumbling around in the fire in the basin thing. Um, and then temerity um as an action is going to raise her hand and uh more shadow um uh travels down around her arm and through her finger and towards her and she's going to try and cast disintegrate oh interesting Um, interesting uh, yes here is a thing as well with the hound of ill omen um so it appears in an occupied space within uh, within 30 feet of the target. So he uh, is right next to her. Uh, he gets an initiative, which I'll roll uh, at some point. <laughs> um, it, additionally, the target has disadvantage on all saving throws against your spells while the hand is, with, hand is within five feet of it. And mm. this is a dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. So she would have disadvantage. Okay. Dexterity. All right. Interesting. Um, 17. Interesting. Um, is she not there's... prone? Is she prone currently? Or I guess that wouldn't make a difference, would it? Because she was not. Uh, uh, anyway. It would for dexterity saving throws. Can you check, Drac, real quick, if you knocked uh, um, the professor prone? Yeah, no, they're not. They're, uh, I don't see they're not, they're not, okay. not prone. It's knocked back. Okay, so um, you see that cat of nine tails immediately whip herself again. She is going to... Oh! She's going to flagellate herself in order to pass the saving throw. However, um, still roll uh, the disintegrate, please. Uh, is, it, is, that a, is that an all or nothing? Let me double check. Uh, she will take 98 regardless. Okay. Uh, um, Friday, the, the and live also, the hound has an additional temporary uh, number of temporary hit points equal to half your sorcerer level. So in addition to cool. the 37 HP, the hound has 6 temp HP. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay, great. Got it. Thank you. I think it might be it might be save or suck. Okay. If if, the, oh, if it doesn't say half that. damage <laughs> on a on a success then or a fail, you hate to see then they'll save the target. Uh, yeah, I don't believe it does. Okay. All right. That was Ooh. a good use to flagellate then, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, she is. She's like seething. Um. <laughs> yeah, you can um, see yeah. just dripping gouts of flesh from her back now. Uh, now that she has used it twice, she has hit herself twice with that cat of nine tails. Um. Then oh, so it, can I tell if I try to move uh, in this area? Will I get? Will I get? Fooked you up? will. But uh, okay. to be determined how much. These are sort of torture implements. They don't look mm-hmm. as though... It's not going to be as much damage as you think it is. Okay. okay. It hurts worse, but doesn't. it's, it's not actually as much damage. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, then I guess she'll take, like... She'll take five feet of movement just to see uh-huh. how that goes. Okay. Um, and that'll be... Uh, just 3d10 here as you begin to move. So you'll take 14, oh, just 3D10. 14 slashing damage, um, and it only affects you the first time that you choose to move. Oh, okay, cool. Then she will keep moving and get get out of there. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, she, like, uh, uh, wades her way through the implements, just shouting, fuck, and then eventually makes her way out, yeah. just dripping with, with scratches. You mount the steps, right. and you manage to get with, outside the radius of the spinning implements. All right. That's me. And the confessor um, sort of shaking her head, and there's a brief flash of annoyance on her features before she returns to something of a serene expression. And she says, as she brings up a single finger to her lips, I speak, and all sound within the Tower of Atonement ceases as a silence is cast over the area, accepting her. And she will on her turn now, as the lair action and her turn are side by side, which is bad news for everyone. She will reach over, and she will grab a hold of this direwolf for attempt two. I'll roll for it here. Uh, she'll hit the first one, um, and that will be oh. uh, 35 necrotic damage for the first. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take I'm going to take a little I'm going to take a little gamble on this mm-hmm. and oh. as a reaction to her dealing she's within 30 feet of me immediately mm-hmm. uh, as one of my channel divinity abilities I have rebuke the violent uh, immediately after an attacker within 30 feet deals damage with an attack against a creature other than you you can use a reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw and mm-hmm. on a failure they take radiant damage equal to the damage they just dealt or half a damage on six su- on a success okay all right, um, she's going to roll a 22 on her wisdom saving throw. Uh, so that, that succeeds. Yep. Uh, so she's going to take a quarter, I guess, of the damage that she just dealt because it's radiant. Okay, so a quarter of the damage, I think, would be uh, of 12. 35. 35. Yeah, so it's 12. We'll round up okay. in this case. So she'll take the 12 radiant damage reduced by half because she is radiant resistant. Um, gosh, so much... So much math going on right now. There's um, a lot of math. And then she will reach forward, and as the dire wolf is beginning to shrink and atrophy and uh, grow more and more weak, she places her second hand on the dire wolf. She has disadvantage on this attack, though, because yeah, um, F hit her. Attacks. F, mm. F hit her. Isn't, based, uh, isn't against me mm. until yeah. the end of my yeah. next turn. Mm. I forgot to mention. Yeah, oh, I forgot to bring it up. Interesting. Mm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Please don't hit my doggy. <laughs> will still succeed on this one, um, unfortunately. Um, as uh, sorry to say, this this doggy dies. Um, as the 
um, big okay, dog the um, vanishes. The uh, the atrophy of the necrotic energy uh, begins to singe and wear away. Um, she will then look to uh, you, Giannis, and she will use relinquishing assault. Um, as she narrows her eyes at you, I need a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Yep. Temerity gr- uh, grasps at her chest as as her hound is is dissipated. That's a twenty four for my okay. Wisdom you're gonna you're gonna make it, so you're um, only gonna take half damage here, uh, sixty six. So that'll be eleven psychic damage um, as you feel your mind under the assault and the the heavy gaze of the confessor, the mm. torturous implements as the silence surrounds all of you they drop to the floor um, she is going to step also Friday very nice touch the way you turned off the music as you did yeah. this, this silence thing <laughs> I'm like Ugh. <laughs> 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 yeah because yeah. I'm uncomfy <laughs> I'm so uncomfy it's just right so now. quiet in here right now yeah, it's, you can just hear your heartbeat. Um, it is now F's turn. Now, F, you have a choice here. Are you going to confess a secret, or are you going to just bear the burden of the pain? That was a secret. That was a lot of damage last time. Um, you might have to. It's up to you, but... Ooh, yeah, rough. I might end up having to... Mm. If you do, just let me know, and I can talk us through this. You can oh, do it, F. Like... Come on, See if you can get out of it, because another 10d10. Yeah, another 10d10 <laughs> was pretty rough. What was, what's the save that you have to you have to make? What kind of a save? It's a, a wisdom. Deck save? wisdom. A wisdom, wisdom save. Wisdom. Yeah. What's your plus to wisdom saves? Plus two would be a plus five with your... Uh, and then a plus I would say tell a secret. It would be plus nine <laughs> with my flash of genius. Plus nine, uh, uh, that that makes it a little better. A plus yeah. nine is definitely better, but it's a I'm high the, save. It's guaranteed. Oh well, if I if I die, I die. I'm not that tough. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, wisdom saving throw. Go for it. Uh, come on, come on. Fingers crossed. Okay, you can do I'm it. gonna you quickly check for anything it. to help me here. Uh, <laughs> You're still gonna take half damage if you succeed. Oh half my damage. gosh. Will probably still take me out, sadly, but we'll see. Um, You'll die on your feet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that will in the I conventional box, you know, kind of slumped. <laughs> yeah, kind of slumped against kind of slumped the walls. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Are they okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have anything else. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll it. Okay. <sighs> Come on. Come on. Nat twenty. Oh, yes! Yes! you made it. Okay. Just as oh, the still con- half damage, we'll still probably go down from this. Just as the but. confessional box begins to dissipate, you feel the confessional <gasps> box as it splinters apart and it shoves itself, uh, its various splintered parts into your body. You're gonna take. That's a lot of damage. Um, so <laughs> that is so many. Somehow you will survive this. However, as you only take twenty-two psychic damage. Oh my god! I'm still up. Yeah. Yes, and you are no job. longer restrained. It is the beginning of your turn now. Um, oh, as you Lord. exit the confessional, <laughs> what are you doing? As the confessional dissipates, you see um, F kind of stumble a little bit on their feet. 
as you can see, um, dents and pieces of the scales that make up his body are missing or cracked um, or broken. And I don't think he he can't really cough up anything, but I think in the holes that are his eyes, you can see um, something almost darting around in the cavities um, erratically, um, as if in a panic, as they kind of wave and stand there for a moment. And I'm going to... Ooh, rough. Um, I'm going to use cure wounds. Yeah. So as you begin to speak the words for cure wounds, you realize that your oh, yes, words are stifled yeah. by the okay. effect. You can um, choose another action here. Okay. I'm going to use a bonus action, guardian defense. I think it's called. I completely forgot what it's called to get twelve temporary hit points again. Um, nice. Defensive fill, that's it. So I get 12 temporary hit points. Mm -hmm. um, Very good idea. As a bonus action, and then as an action, I know. I'm going to raise my fist, and I actually don't know the rules for this, because the Ring of Spell Storing is a weird thing, because even non spell uh -huh. casters can use it. Does it require, yeah. if the spell requires a verbal component, do you start to say it? Okay. Yes, yes. I'm gonna rule. I'm gonna rule. So yeah. Okay. Um, don't. Oh, is this such a tight a, yeah. Don't. Don't feel. Use of the silence. Um, it is the entire floor. So. Okay. Um, yeah, and don't don't feel bad because you're in a pickle. But this is literally what happens every single time I use this lyric action. Everybody's just like, I have no fucking idea what you yeah. do. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can help with healing stuff, but you may have to just attack. Yeah, I'm just gonna attack. I'm just gonna go for a punch. She okay. can't stop us if she's dead. I say. <laughs> you mouth. So that. true, bestie. Um, yeah. You say in subtitles appear underneath. It, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna swing. I'm gonna punch. I'm suddenly um, black and white. The 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 hand signal for beat her ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, actually, you know, I'm gonna go for a classic one too. Nat twenty. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Rolling, yeah. Still got it. Still got it. Um, so that does uh, sixteen points of thunder uh -huh. damage as I strike again. Sixteen doesn't hit. That so, will not hit, unfortunately. Deflected and, by the shield silently. And again, they have disadvantage in all attacks against anyone other than me until okay. the end of my next turn. Okay. Um, bonus action, action. Um, yeah, I think that'd be the end of my turn. And for her legendary action, she will reach out and um, sort of shake her head in disapproval on you, and she like reaches to place a single finger against your chest. Um, does a 17 hit? It does not. Oh! Yes! <laughs> yes! I, I stagger out of the way as they reach yeah. out. Yes! All right. Um, now it is Roos's turn. Roos uh, he's given it his <laughs> all. Yeah. Oh, another natural 20. Wow. So <laughs> good yeah. for him. Good maybe Roos is tougher than we thought. I think maybe gave him a little, <laughs> too little credit. Yeah, where's the respect he deserves, you know? I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's he's carrying this team. Yeah, he's gonna do a whole thirty damage uh, with those two scimitar <laughs> swings. Oh wow! Uh, oh. How is she looking? Uh, she's looking fairly. She's looking fairly wounded. Um, as okay. uh, she 
she gets cut down a little bit more. I you'll see I accidentally uh healed Astilius, but um I fixed it. So <laughs> yeah, okay. I saw I plus seventy, I'm like, man, I, yeah, she's I, into I, it. <laughs> no, she loves it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and then after that, uh she is going to use another one of her legendary actions to attempt to oh um God. put down so she green. will not hit I just you know this is what's happening right now. I cannot roll to hit anyone, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It's about the experience. That, I like love that. that. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, we like that. Giannis, it is currently honestly. your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to give myself advantage to attack. I'm, try I'm trying to crit fish here, or uh -huh. at least hit fish. <laughs> um, let's yeah. see. Uh, come on, baby. Come on, Black Lives Matter. What? Nope. Um, but we do get a 19 to hit, so. Okay, you know, that will hit. At least... Oh, a twenty-one actually. I just realized a twenty-one to hit. So, uh, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna pump in a second level divine smite because mm -hmm. there's I may have to go third to be honest because we just mm -hmm. don't we can't have this we can't have more hits. <laughs> the the party is not doing well. I'm going for a third level divine smite. So that is one, two, three, four, uh, d8s plus I I hit so that's five, six. Uh, seven. So it's going to be seven d8s. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll the non-radiant first. Okay, cool. So that is my normal d8 plus the d8 from uh the my precise strike ability, uh, plus my to hit or my damage bonus. So that is thirteen points mm -hmm. of damage, okay. and then an additional one, two, three, uh, one, two, three, four. Plus five. Okay, um, that is going to be another twenty-six radiant okay. damage. All right, and that's uh, that's reduced. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. So that's my first attack. Nice, uh, nice, nice. And then I'm going to attack again. Do it, do it, do it. And we rolled a natural five. We really oh. are sick and tired of seeing it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, we do Damn. hate to see it. Yeah, we yeah. really hate it. Uh, and as a bonus action, we are going to. Uh, see, yes, he can see me. Uh, I am going to, as a bonus action, encourage, uh, give the signal, just, once again, beat her ass, for commanding rally. Uh, you can attack again. Me? Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> again, just kind of staggering it. on his feet, swaying <laughs> yeah. um, side to side. He's going to go for another punch. With just like gauntlets. drunk, like, well, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> 23 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. Go ahead and roll the damage on that. Ten points of thunder damage as they oh, okay. can. You get an additional wow. D eight though, remember you get an additional oh, yeah, D eight. Okay. Uh, so another five, five points of yeah, thunder damage. Team. She is looking really rough as she speaks the words of enchantment to you using her legendary action F and she tells you to flee. Um I need a wisdom saving throw. From me? Yes. <sighs> uh okay. Do I have anything that will help me? <laughs> plus three. Um, you have a plus three plus from me. Plus three, yeah. I have essentially have a plus own. nine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, so 22 to um, save against oh. oh, that's very good. Um, <laughs> you will succeed. Um, oh, nice. Da, 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 and that's a uh, all or nothing. Yeah, you don't take any damage. Cool. All right. You resist the distant whispers. Nice. Very well. It's a rough day. A yeah, rough day. everybody's having a bad day right now. Uh, Severity, it's currently your turn. You're a sorcerer, okay. but you're silenced. What are you doing? 
<laughs> oh, Friday. <laughs> um, so I need to measure something out real quick. Okay. Uh, don't mind me uh, as I do so. Oh, I gotta remember. Uh, do you have, do do you have the silence spell oh, yes. meta magic? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you're as you're Maybe. measuring this out, Giannis is like also kind of staggering, but still holding firm. Uh, you can see like the stone itself. Half of his face looks like it's on the verge of cracking uh, with all of the necrotic energy that has been pumped into him uh, over the course of this fight. This is brutal. Oh, Lord. Uh, okay, she's gonna try. And I'm at nine hit oh. points. <laughs> I'm at six hit points, sorry, and twelve temporary hit points. So I'm just there, like, whoa. whoa. This is what Man. pain is. I now understand. <laughs> you're not quite sixty feet away, if that's what you're looking for. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me, right? Yeah, you do. You do know anyone. You do know. Uh, okay. How don't, do no, it's okay, Liv. Are you talking about counter spell range? Is that what we're talking about here? No. Oh, never mind. I was just. It's not. I was just moving the, the thing. Oh. For you. Oh, there we go. I can. Yeah. I can move this. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. And then I'm gonna try. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to kill my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we won't immediately tough die. Choices. Yeah. <laughs> tough choices. Like right. no. No, uh, you would. <laughs> oh, is this a circle mm. of death? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I had a thing. Okay, fine. I'm going to do something else, even though it's going to be way less effective. Oh, my God. You guys are so selfish. Um, I'm going to um, <laughs> cast. Ooh, so she's she's inside my friend's aunt, right, Yay. Friday? Uh, inside, right? You place it right there, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um... So, uh, yeah, realizing that she can't speak, um, Temerity kind of, um, uh, yeah, she goes to shout and then she looks over at the confessor and then she raises like a finger up to her lips and then um, starts casting uh, um, using a subtle spell and not using any verbal components, which I did not think would come in handy. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and she is going to cast a fireball. Yes. Um, Excellent. Uh, she's gonna, yeah, okay, okay, cool. Oh, roll it. Um, she's doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing Dexterity it. saving throw from the mm. confessor. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. Yes, indeed. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, that's, yep. Yeah. Uh, so that is 35. So she's gonna fail her saving throw. She will, uh, mm -hmm. get hit with the full force of your fireball. 35 fire yes. damage, you said? Yeah, it is fire damage. All right, so as the fireball will explode silently, as though you had just disconnected your uh, your television from its speakers, and um, <laughs> you see the flames like barely uh, encompass the confessor and just narrowly miss the rest of you. Um, it, you feel an immense heat, though, and it's very difficult for you to look in that direction, and you have to bring up uh, an arm to shield yourself. Um, However, she is resistant to fire damage, so half of that would be 18. And she is That's looking very that. rough, yet <laughs> still stands as the smoke clears dramatically. Okie dokie. Yes. Um, okay, so I think, uh, let me see, what bonusy bonuses could I do? Some delightful little bonuses. Uh, okay, uh, right then. She is. I guess maybe quicken spell some kind of damaging cantrip. I was thinking that, 
but then also I could also uh, get my hound back out. That's a lot of sorcery po points, so I... I, I say immediate damage is better than later damage with the amount of okay. legendary actions that she has and the amount of damage she keeps doing. Yeah, you you right. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Yeah, she will... Um, yeah, she'll quicken spell. Uh -huh. um, that makes it so you can use a bonus action for an action spell, correct? Yes, okay, cool. and it'll be a cantrip. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, she'll use... Um, Mind Sliver because oh. that is a sixty foot range. Yeah, excellent. That's my favorite Intelligence saving throw. Yes, it okay. is. Didn't roll that great, but you know. Um, yeah, she'll. Oh man, this is terrible. Um, Dad does a lot of stuff, doesn't it? Um, subtract one d four um, from the next saving throw. So she fails. Oh yeah. So she's gonna take the seven psychic damage, um, and she's she's looking rough. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> real, real, um, oh. um, as you invade the confessor's mind briefly um, but she is still there uh, perhaps by a threat at this point mm -hmm. um, yeah like you get you can't hear what Temerity is yelling over but you get the sense of like fuck it up you know so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's me and as uh, that happens um, the confessor will gesture with her arm and lift um, all of the torturous implements around her and she says sit still note for the editor the music starts again um, and <laughs> <laughs> the silence um, ceases uh, within the tower as these lure actions only last a round we are at the top Tamara of the round. Yells, oh. boo. <laughs> yeah I immediately just went boo boo <laughs> <laughs> And now we will roll to see if she gets the confessional box. Ooh, oh my god. Ugh. It's a breath weapon. No one likes this. <laughs> I especially don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps going for you. I don't know what she she's got. She does get it. And as... Oh, come on! As... <laughs> as we the, have nothing to confess! As the torture tools lift off the ground, she turns and she points to you, Temerity. Let me make sure that there's no oh range that you're outside of. Yeah, you're good. Um... <laughs> and she says, confess, and a shadowy confessional box appears around you, restraining you. And we'll discuss that later at the beginning uh, of your okay. turn. You this can think best, about... This is the best case scenario. <laughs> we can bring her down before! We can bring her down before! <laughs> and um, She starts, she's writhing, and she's like, get to it then! <laughs> the confessor will reach out with her hand, and for a 20 to hit, uh, UF... Uh, I'm going to use my reaction um, to impose disadvantage. Okay, all okay. right. <laughs> I was also going to do something. <laughs> Here we go. This, this time it's a 30 to hit. So oh. With disadvantage? Um, I'm going to, wait. It's so, 20 so disadvantage, yeah. but 30 uh, was the other one. I'm going uh, for Friday, Silvery Bobs. Okay. Um, <laughs> Here we go. It's <laughs> so a roll again. All right. <laughs> A, another 30 to hit. I will oh, I will put it in chat. I'm not kidding. That's what Damn happens. Damn it. Okay. okay, well, I will give um, advantage on the next attack to um, uh, to Yanis. <laughs> Wait, who's up next? What, you might not survive, oh, unfortunately? Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately yeah. probably yeah. not, as you take yeah, 5 to 10 necrotic damage. You're going to take 29 oh. necrotic damage. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction. My okay. dying last reaction. He has to make a strength save again. Okay, yes. she has to make a strength save? Okay, cool. Yes, um, and they have to take away the mind sliver from it. And my D, so I didn't, it didn't change. Disadvantage, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I think it's minus 1d4, actually. Oh, okay. Um, let me see what I rolled the first time. Uh, she doesn't no, seem real strong. She's not, yeah, she's not going to make it. She, I rolled a okay. 6 on the die, like, that's going to fail. Yes. Um, so she will get blown back the 10 feet. Please roll the damage as uh, you would also describe as you get knocked out by this necrotic energy F. Yes, so it deals 6 four points of force damage as they reach out and grab um, F. You see again the wood in the joints and around the neck, all the exposed parts are meant to be flexible, begins to rot further and further, and even the mold starts to like slough off. That the mold that's very much living, like almost symbiotic with F, sloughs off as he collapses and withers into just a pile of um, loosely connected um, metal limbs with what now probably equates to like branches rather than full-on trunks and. Um, carved words of limbs. As F... Can I get an F in the chat? (laughs) (laughs) As F collapses from the necrotic damage done by the confessor, uh, she turns and she looks at Giannis and says, Through the pain, that will be much. Be grateful that you will find the mercy of death in the wandering mother's embrace. And she will take some steps forward to where she was a moment ago, and she will turn to you, and she will reach out a hand. Only she's a disadvantage. Hit. Oh, oh, yeah, I was she's not going to hit. She's not going to hit. Yeah, she's not going to hit. Um, and that will be her turn. F, uh, death saving throw, please. Okay. You have a so plus three. I, yeah, I was going to... Uh, does that yeah, count true, as true, death true. saves? It's all saves. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, Amazing! Wow. Okay. Oh. All right. So, um, I guess we gotta. I gotta rewind here. As um, you all see the light behind Ev's uh, eyes just blink on. Um, you are prone, uh, no longer unconscious or offline. Um, what would you like to do? Wow. Um, I think. So I think you see them crumble, and then you hear like I don't. There's no lights or anything like that. But I think you hear again. Like very quietly, like almost like it starts off like a very slow knock on metal, and it gets faster and faster. It sounds like the thing in in his skull rattling around the skull all of suddenly again as he slowly picks himself up. He's half my movement to pick myself up uh-huh. from the ground, and she is going to. Oh, I need something big here. It's yeah, I'm gonna go for it gonna re- stand up and point, raise a hand and cast Thunderbolt. Okay. Um, yeah. Just point blank from right. me to like right across right across there. Yes. Um, Is that a deck save? Uh, yes. I'm gonna be casting it at I think just at third level. Yeah, third level. Okay. What's and your DC? My, my DC's 18. I couldn't change right. it. I have an item that bumps up to 18. She will fail. Yes! As you see, um, a, 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 I think it's almost like a pur- dark purple electricity crackle from the hand, the palm of the hand, and it is just an enormous bolt of lightning, almost the width and size of um, the um, confessor herself, and they take... Um, a buttload. 23 points of lightning damage. That is buttload. Yes. All right. Um, 
As the lightning bolt connects with the confessor, it blows her back and you see the electrocution course through her body and it looks as though she's about to expire before her body is consumed in a flame emanating from the bonfire. And we have activated Mother's Embrace, her mythic trait where she regains 300 HP. (laughs) And we have entered the second stage of the Confessor encounter as I have lost some of my halflings. (laughs) Huh? Uh, The area around Astilius is filled with whispering secrets for one hour. Every creature within 20 feet of Astilius um, um, can hear these secrets being spoken and um, they will affect your ability to attack or cast a spell. What? What on earth? Ah. Is she now vulnerable to all damage? Is that the... <laughs> Um, what would you like to do with the rest of your turn, F? <laughs> I I turn to F and like, good one. <laughs> I am not entirely sure what you expected me to do. <laughs> do you have a bonus action? Oh, sorry. I'm gonna use my bonus action defensive field and get twelve hit for temporary hit points. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna make a world of difference. <laughs> I'm gonna just hope for the best and maybe it'll make the difference. Um, yeah, that's the end of my turn. <laughs> uh, just for our listeners, this is a CR21 uh, <laughs> encounter, cool, so cool, 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 cool. Um, just so uh, that everyone is aware, like it's a CR21. Um, but yeah, alright, so Roos uh, takes a couple of swings with the sword, unfortunately, and for the first time just doesn't show up, doesn't prove how tough he is. And we'll miss both swings. Yeah, um, no, that's fair, buddy. <laughs> the uh, confessor uh, will once again speak quietly to F and cast distant whispers as she says, "Fall apart again." I need a wisdom saving. No, throw. no, actually, no. Ooh. And I'm gonna cast counter spell again. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try. Right, at some uh, point, Effie's gonna be like, "Just let me die." <laughs> oh, <No>, never. <laughs> oh, I've suffered enough. Yeah. Um, okay, so it is now currently uh, Giannis's turn. Then, what would you like to do, Giannis? Oh boy, uh, I. I'm going. Anyone to... has healing? I'm just gonna. Yeah, roll, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna use a bunch of healing because uh, there's nothing else. <laughs> I just. I'm just looking. I turn. I. T- <laughs> I turn to uh, to Roos and I'm like, um, we may have to renegotiate this deal, this employment contract. <laughs> this is getting. This has gotten out of hand. In fact, this is so far out of hands. I'm not sure if any of us even have hands anymore. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I can see that. Yes, uh, on the subject of hands, uh, I turn and use Lay on Hands, okay. uh, an action to restore, uh, I'm going to s- restore 40 HP to my guy. Uh, yeah, it's who, who, basically who's, who's you my are guy? Butch- uh, I'm going to restore to F. Oh, <laughs> I'm not giving it to Roos. I'm not giving it to Roos. Yeah, I'm putting it on F, uh, and uh, the way it appears is, like, stone uh, flows out from my hand and, like, buttresses his joints and and, oh, and covers his wounds uh, as, like, a protective stony poultice. 
as you regain forty HP. Nice. Okay. Thank you. I yeah. greatly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Please use it well. Please. I will do my best. Uh, and then, as a bonus action, I'll just be like, uh, you know what? Slap that ass, uh, and I'll use my uh, my rally the troops <laughs> ability again, and or commanding rally and encourage you to take a swing. Okay. Nice. I will. Slap that ass, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, so you said that the whispers make a half for me to attack. What does that mean? All right. So if you, uh, for the mother's embrace, um, a creature within twenty feet of Astilius takes uh, psychic damage whenever they take an attack or cast a spell action or oh, use a reaction. Okay. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's both. Us too. It's both a reaction you. and an attack. Yep. So um, <laughs> you're gonna take um, 17 psychic damage when that happens. Okay. Ah, I miss uh, 13. Right. And I take. What did you say was 17? 17 psychic damage. Yes. As the whispers begin to burrow into your core processor. As I swing and I stagger, um, missing. And I take that damage as you hear like the resting in my head get a bit louder. Um, as uh, she leans out of the way of your swing, she will reach out a hand, legendary action to reach out and touch uh, Giannis. 22 to hit for this inflict wounds. Take a break! I yell. <laughs> Lay off! Red! Red! Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, that 22 hits. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> 20, 23. My safe wood is secret. Okay, 23 secret. necrotic damage uh, for Giannis. 23 necrotic damage. If you but confess, this can all end. Wait, and... we were supposed to confess? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't clear. <laughs> Temerity, it is now the beginning of your turn, and we are going. you are going to decide whether or not you would like to confess a secret or if you would like to bear the brunt of this. Right, okay. You get advantage uh, on the saving this... throw, I should say. That's the mechanic, if you confess a secret. <laughs> That's so bullshit. <laughs> um, I love this. T- don't take the brunt. Yeah, this is great. The, the, the brunt uh, is bad. There's one thing I've learned <laughs> in this battle. The brunt so equals bad. So we are bad. firmly anti-brunt here. Okay, got it. I am um, an open and proud bruntophobe. <laughs> As um, as the dark like curtain, I guess, starts to kind of like wrap itself around Temerity, and like she feels it kind of like um, constricting her. Um, it is it's 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 the secret I I was given, right, Friday? You you may use that or another. So as you mm-hmm. are, you going to? She's going to confess. Okay. Yeah. Just as you speak the words, your throat is caught. You're choking, and you silently struggle for a moment. Then abruptly, it clears, and you can breathe once again. Drifting from your mouth now is a roll of parchment that manifested from your intended words, and it begins to float in the direction of the confessor. The confessional box shatters, and you are released. Shit. (laughs) Take that, Brunt! (laughs) 
Does that is it going towards like the the the, the fire pit? It is the bonfire. It, well, yeah. Next to Confessor Astelius, who is standing next mm-hmm. to the pit, but yeah, it'll it'll be yeah. heading towards her. Um, you can, if you would like, reach out and grab it. Um, it is not so far away that you can't reach it. It's just about ten feet away, and it's slowly like drifting forward. You have your turn now. <laughs> oh dear. I feel like if she tries to grab it, something bad's going to happen. But it can't be any worse than what just happened, can it? No. It, it can, can always it. get worse. It can, can it, it get worse? Get worse? Hmm. She's got 300 hit points back. I don't know. I'm not going to try and say yeah, anything. No, you, oh, no, no, I don't yeah, want to jinx it. That's true. <laughs> she had like over 200 to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're fighting a spell okay. casting Durask. <laughs> um. Right, uh, Temerity's going to um, uh, point over towards uh, the more. It looks like she's pointing at the confessor, but she actually centers uh, darkness on her. Oh. Um, so she's hoping. Um, yeah, so it's an area, it's, it's 15 feet. Okay. Uh, on herself radius. or the confessor? Uh, on the confessor, okay. so I'm cool. You've got her uh, in the darkness, so she is surrounded in the darkness, and I'll allow everyone else to be out of the darkness from that position. <sighs> uh, I mean, sh- I'm not sure because, like, I don't. Because we'll, she'll still be able to see them. No, she'll be in it. No. Okay. Well, maybe she can't see through okay. magical darkness. Who knows? Maybe she doesn't. Maybe that's the one ability that she. she, she the one thing. The she one doesn't thing have. she doesn't have. The one maybe. crack in the defenses. Maybe. It's worth a shot. Um, uh, yeah, sure. And then she's gonna yell over to them, "Fucking bail!" Um, and also, uh, Friday, I have a question. There are stairs near me. Uh, are they going down? They are going down into the other levels of the Tower of Atonement. Uh, cool. <laughs> Can't be any worse than this, right? And then she's gonna start. <laughs> she's gonna run down the stairs. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Friday. Okay. It's like oh, I got the wrong. Okay, hang on. Um. And then she's going to yell, if you can grab that piece of paper on your way, that would be great. And then, <laughs> uh, let me move um, Should she do anything else before she leaves? Then she goes up the stairs. All right. Um, There's no other way out, right? Just double checking this. Correct. No yeah. So out. as you look up, you can see the wagon sized blood soaked eye that is staring at you as you flee. I give it the finger. <laughs> that is a free action. and we have reached round five um with the confessor and we are moving on to the next lair action um as the torture tool implements vanish and the confessor will um move in a direction uh and she does not choose correctly she eventually does and bumps back into you so um so she'll use all of her movement um to (laughs) To get just outside of uh, the darkness, and she will turn towards Roos, and she will recharge her confession, um, as her confessional box, as she points at Roos, and she says, The game is over. Confess. And the shadowy confessional box springs up around Roos, um, and immediately he begins to speak, as he saw what it did, to F, <laughs> and he saw what it did to Temerity. And just as he begins to confess through the window, the parchment appears from his lips, and the confessor reaches over and takes it. Takes a look at it. Hmm. 
and then she folds it up and places it in her pouch. Before she, uh, bonus action, she will Missy step. Oh, God. Where's she going now, Friday? Where's she going? <laughs> Did she disappear entirely? She Misty stepped uh, 30 feet towards the upper level um, in the direction of the doorway that she had initially appeared. Uh, I am at a loss. <laughs> so that's, there's, she's going through that doorway, uh, but my ally Temerity ran through the side doorway, yes? She's only Down five, the stairs. She's only five foot Yes, now. okay. Down the stairs. Um, so it is currently uh, F's turn. What would F like to do? <sighs> I'm trying to decide how illogical F is. Um, we were only paid, really, at the, to at the very least bring Ruiz back alive. Mm -hmm. There was a desire to protect his secret. That secret yeah. is now in the possession of the Confessor. Um, she displays the sort of intent to head towards the door. It looks like she's done here. Is she holding it? She is current. No, she put it uh, away in her belongings. Um, and then there is the secret from Temerity that is floating towards her with a mage hand. Okay. Uh, I. It's made of paper, right? Parchment, yes. Parchment. <sighs> Temerity, you owe me. And I'm going to cast Firebolts and strike the parchment. For Temerity Secret? Yeah. Okay. We, yeah, All you right. can't target the so, other one, can you? All right. Go ahead yeah, and no, make an attack roll. We are best friends. <laughs> 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 Yay. Um, let's hope I hit. What was that? That one. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Yeah. No. It really wasn't meant to be. I've been rolling yeah. pretty can decently I, until just that roll. Can I? Can I? No. Do I have to silvery barbs an enemy? Can I? Wait. Who did you give advantage? Did you give advantage? You used silvery barbs. Who did you give advantage? Silvery barbs. You didn't give advantage. Yeah. I gave it to. I gave it to you, Giannis. Uh, oh. You attack. You can use so, it if you want. You want to re-roll that? Yes, please. I'll. I'll <laughs> give it. Yeah. I'll give it. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I'll silver, silvery barbs. Um, my friend. F. Okay. Twenty-one. You will. So the par piece of parchment with the secret written in uh, celestial is burned up as the firebolt strikes it, and you can hear the confessor just with a single disappointed cluck of her tongue. <sighs> and then, <laughs> full disclosure, I don't think that's how Silvery Bob's works, but it's fun for the narrative. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think I think you can use it that way. That's fine. Yeah, so it says it's disadvantage, uh, and then you give it. To yeah, it's a triggering. Um, oh, advantage! Yeah, sure. She has three hundred HP. Oh, yeah, Our give... arguments are invalid. And then I'm going to um, I'm going to use defensive field again, uh -huh. just in case anything else happens. I'm going to use my last defensive field to gain twelve temporary hit points. Are you going for the exit? Um, or the stairs, which we hope are the exit. <laughs> that we hope is the exit. Um, I think I'm staying put for now, just to be like near Ruth, just in case anything else happens. Because we kind of failed with the secret thing, but we can at the very least keep Ruth alive. Uh, I'll I'll tell you, like I'll get Ruth. Don't worry. Okay. Um, Whoa! Oh, what is that? Sorry, I was pre-rolling. <laughs> That's terrifying. 
Um, right. Friday just rolled at <laughs> least like twenty-five like D10s at us. It was only five. Uh, <laughs> personally offending. Okay. Yeah, I will. Um, I think, like, yeah, I'll use my movement to mm-hmm. go from here, from here, uh, yeah, to here, there. Oops. Kick her in the butt. Okay. That'll be All the right. end of my turn. Cool, very cool. Um, she will look to where the secret is now burning on the ground before using her legendary action uh, to step over to the doorway and to open it. And as she opens the stone doorway, you see a stony wall transform into a portal beyond which you can see a, a very tidy office with a sort of a library in the background and um, there's sort of a nice uh, painting hanging up. She steps through the doorway, and as she does, the door shuts, and the stone wall becomes a stone wall once again, as we have exited combat with the confessor, and the confessional box around Roos shatters, um, and he clutches his head as the psychic damage, um, 57 to be exact, um, will bring him to his knees, um... But he's a bandit captain, so therefore he has 65 HP. So he's good. Okay. Um, but okay. he's he's on his knees. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, she stole my secret, didn't she? Yeah, yes. you gave that up real quick. Immediately. No, you, that's You didn't even wait till your turn. That's embarrassing. <laughs> just and I honestly, time. it didn't seem like it made a difference. Like, you just no. got blasted anyway. You could have just. Those. Honestly, I, this is the I one. Got, I got blasted <laughs> twice, and I survived. He got double brunted over here. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't take a single brunt. I've run this adventure like 10 times, and my favorite thing is always when people talk shit to Ruth. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take my a guy. brunt for the team. I mean, yes, I did confess, but also, you know, I, it was not for me. I, mm, I don't know. What did you confess? Uh. Bruce? I don't, I don't remember, and at tech thoughts. So, before you could so as 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 you're like that player that's just like in the middle of my narration. Silvery barbs. Your finger was hovering over the button. I saw it appear in the chat instantly. Um, Yeah, at surface level on Roos, he's actually just thinking about lunch and um, drink. Lunch? After what just happened? And he's really... Throw him into the fire. (laughs) 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 Now, so a little bit of of background information that we, as GMs, would probably provide um, as, like, sort of, like, a... um, a lore drop later on once we have interacted with the vineyard more um, as secrets are collected and you would have experienced this both um, Temerity um, and Roos in this case um, when the secret is torn from you by the confessor in that way um, it is wiped from your memory and therefore it stays a secret and you do not remember what it is that you've lost you just know that you are missing something so because his was burned, did she get that back or yes. no? She got it back? Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Okay. You hmm. owe me at least, I would say, one third of your pay, Temerity. 
I saved your secret, uh, and I believe it is worth okay. at least that. No, I mean, but yes, but I did save your life a few times uh, also. So, you know, like, I mean, you know, just like back and forth. I and, also you know. saved your life by putting my life on the line. What I mean, you know, it, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that. We should talk about this as we go. Thank you. Let's walk and talk. talk. Folks, folks, let's about, walk and talk. Come, let me give I'm you a hug. I'm going to advocate uh, for okay. a walk I'm and not, talk. I'm not a hugger. Please Just a walk and talk. Walk and talk. Give mama some sugar. I'm like ushering everyone out of the door. Keep that from me. I am not a hugger. Very slowly chasing after you with my arms out. Like, come on, come Bruce is chugging potions of healing as... Why As didn't we have access to those, Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> I shake it out of my head and start handing them out. Them out. I start handing Bruce's potions out to the yeah. party. Hey, I heard hey. you clinking, but right. I thought you had he's booze. Got, what the like fuck? He's got like a knapsack with like potions. I take um, the knapsack. <laughs> like a fanny pack. <laughs> and as you uh, step down the stairs, you see at the next level, the prismatic light spilling through glittering gems and reflecting the sheen from the massive piles of wealth here. The chamber is a dream in the making, representing every worldly desire of the have-nots, decadence bound to a stone chamber. As best one can tell through the magically lit chandelier, this floor presents narrow halls through the stacks of coins. A crooning voice fills your ears, asking, what do you need? With a faint clinking of currency, tickling at your consciousness, as we have entered the vault of greed and that's where we're gonna close out this session but friday wow. i want to go all the way down the tower <laughs> that's the, o- is that the opening fight of this adventure <laughs> yes oh, oh my god, god. Oh my so you're god. gonna start off with you die yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you decided to play the finyard big mistake <laughs> um here's here's yeah. my question i have one yeah. question in the event that pcs die are there like other story elements or something in place? Uh, this feels like a magical, spooky, ooky tower. And yes. I guess, yeah, if a person dies, does that mean that the PC is just done, or are there other steps? Yeah. So um, actually, we have thought about this, as a matter of fact, and um, three times a day, if you so desire, uh, the confessor can use revivify, um, and oh. uh, that is someone that has access to. Um, necromancy in the in 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 the world uh basically um necromancy is controlled and regulated by the vineyard it's a soft monopoly in which they sort of um do everything from making sure that they get all the gems that are being mined from beneath the city and then also they are distributors they mark all of their gems um when you need gems within the city you go to the vineyard so they, the confessor has access to these sort of things. So that is an option for a storyteller if you do accidentally like kill a PC. Um, this, this conflict, this encounter with the confessor being summoned to the Tower of Atonement, um, as you can see, like you're all level 12, it was still a really tough fight. Um, it is a good introduction. We have written into sort of the GM guidance, like you can, the confessor is just really interested in um, gaining the secrets. And then once that's done, can just the confessor's busy. You know, she's booked and busy. Like she's got stuff to do. She's booked got other appointments. Yeah, she's she's um, she's got other appointments. So um, a lot of these higher CR uh, villains that we have within Vineyard RPG are really more focused on their own goals, and interacting with them mm. doesn't necessarily mean it's a fight to the death. In this case, um, the confessor is kind of written to be a um, a sadist. 
So uh, yeah. C greatly enjoys putting people through the rest of the Tower of Atonement, and there are guardians at each level, and you're sort of like put through the rigors of that. Um, these other secrets um, that are options to be utilized by players and GMs, um, they do have mechanics like as we've just experienced that people can interact with. You can barter with your secrets with the vineyard to gain things when you sign contracts mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So there's a lot to it more than just like there's a narrative aspect, there's the mechanical aspect, how much you choose to use in your game, that's really up to you. But mm -hmm. um, generally, the vineyard is not usually interested in just killing folks. They much prefer to, like an evil corporation, get as much work out of people as possible. And then also utilize them once they're, um, if they go beyond their debts or their debts aren't fulfilled, that's when things like this happen. Like, for instance, Roos in this case was not fulfilling his debts to the vineyard, got summoned to the Tower of Atonement so they could with withdraw some collateral. And that collateral was a secret that they could use in the city's politics. Uh huh. That's so much fun. Oh my yeah, God, I, love that. I have to commend you. The powers, uh, even though they were uh, horrible to experience, uh, were <laughs> very cool and creative. Uh, I thought it was really awesome. Super cool. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. My. Uh, so I. I narratively wrote the adventure, and I worked with the designers who did a lot of the mechanical stuff. Both B.J. Harris and Nathaniel Kryman, both um, Flea Mortals contributors, the MCDM product. Uh, coming out very soon uh, when they finish playtesting. Um, yeah, and I, I couldn't be happier with having them on the project. Um, and, you know, they're, it's, it's, it's really wonderful to receive uh, feedback like that. So thank you so much. Um, I'm always really excited. This is still being playtested. We're still working it out. But as we playtest it more and more, like we find out little things to make it more fun. And all of our villains were trying very much to uh, sort of represent what it is that they bring to the table that's interesting narratively yeah. and make it mechanical rather than just being a bag of hit points yeah um i have uh my feedback is have you thought about making the fight harder <laughs> yeah it'll honestly fight? a bit too easy you know well so yeah. so i will yeah. i will say this <laughs> i will say this Liv. we actually gave the confessor minions at first and then we play tested <gasps> this and then we were like that's too much that's yeah. it we had to make this a solo we had to make this a Fuck solo that. enemy for this but um there are uh whisperborn minions that will uh, be available within the book that you would be able to use um and yeah and be able to do various things with them good lord honestly shocked that we didn't perish so yeah. But, yeah that was that was dope i mean as hell, i did I, I enjoyed everything that's else. true <laughs> yeah you per you perished for a second and then you just got right back i like, rolled you know. 70 in that 20s i think i rolled you like did. three or four that was so great i couldn't roll so a single one cool. but i wish that i like i thought i, know, I was right? very impressed with the number of oh. nat 20s that you and roos managed and to roos, roll. yeah 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 roos showed up you know roos is tough you know let roos showed up until he was in the box i yeah. when he was in the box like okay i'm done i'm, I'm sorry here's everything you saw man everyone gets turn in the box it's okay yeah. like, <laughs> i never got my turn in the box oh, i the took box. your turn in the box probably yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Put me in the box, uh. box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the three of us are walking back and we're like oh my god what do you think of the box and then poor yannis is just like, oh i didn't go in the box i didn't get to go in the box oh my god classic box oh my god little, little left out little boxed out <laughs> <laughs> then again i am oh, i am uh staunchly anti-brunt so i suppose it, it yeah it that's out. true yeah it's for the best <laughs> it's for yeah the best. but thank you so much friday <laughs> yeah. that was that was sick as hell yes like 
so cool. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Amazing. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much for uh, inviting me back and allowing me to showcase um, part of part of the book uh, that we're that we're putting out. Um, and honestly, it's a uh, it, it's it's really a great experience. It has been a wonderful experience developing this book um, with all of these wonderful contributors. Um, over half of our team is queer and over half of our team is uh, uh, BIMPOC. So like we have a very diverse team and um, that's, we want to like move forward with both this book and future works um, through my, through my company um, and, you know, paying people a fair wage and making sure that um, we create a sustainable place for people to create within tabletop. Mm hmm. Awesome. Uh, yeah, amazing. And as of right now, uh, you can go. Uh, we will be re we will be releasing this uh, less than a week after it's recorded. Uh, you can go and support the Vineyard RPG on Kickstarter. Uh, the Kickstarter right, right now. now. Go and support this amazing project. Uh, there are. Do you want to walk us through a few of the uh, the pri uh, what is the prizes? What are the 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 pledge the pledge tiers? Pledge tiers. Aside from the tears that we are shedding after the beating we just took. <laughs> Uh, the happy tears. <laughs> wow. Can you please walk us through the, the yeah. tears of this project? Yeah, sure. Um, so we have uh, a few different options. So we have the PDF tier uh, for 40 bucks, um, and we're going to be including some integration with Describe, um, in, which mm -hmm. allows you to... We have a vineyard collection on Describe.com, which if you're not familiar with Describe, it's like a bunch of box text that you can search. And like, hey, I'm looking for an undead attack. I'm looking for a windmill. I'm looking for, and you find oh. it. So we have a vineyard collection on describe.com and we're integrating our PDF with that as well as their audio collection to provide ambience for all the locations that'll be in the book. So the PDF isn't just like a normal PDF that you pick up and like you use or whatever. But then also we have the physical hardcover um, for 65. Um, the best value though is the $80 tier in which you get the PDF to hardcover. And then you also get a free Alchemy RPG BTT module. We're very thankful to our friends at Alchemy RPG for providing this. It'll mm -hmm. only be free during the Kickstarter. Um, and then we have another option if you want, if you just want the PDF and then the VTT option, that's 80. And then the 100 is getting you the everything. We have some additional stuff that's pretty cool as well um, as we have a cosplay that should be posted by the time this comes out um, of uh, Evil Clever Dog, a uh, friend of the yeah, show, I believe. Is a, um, yeah, is a, is a, I love yeah. Yeah, um, been on with Drac. Uh, yeah, yeah. Both Isa and Drac are in uh, Slowdown and, Showdown. Yeah, and also dating the lead designer. So you know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. me. Uh, that's <laughs> the lucky person there. But um, yeah, so um, we have some SDL printouts of the wonderful horns that they designed uh, for the Ashland Ravenna cosplay and the necklace. Um, we have a contract pack in case you want to um, present contracts to your table. We'll have like an editable PDF for you to develop that. We have an entire section of the book developed uh, for you to understand how to write contracts, to make it fun, to provide loopholes that are fun, um, and like to make it so that it's not just like kind of a bummer being in a contract. Um, and yeah, so uh, those are our tiers. You can also play this with me and your friends and have me torture your friends as well. That's an add-on uh, that you can put Do on there. It, it's fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that being said, um, yeah, we're very thankful. Every little bit helps. Um, we are, uh, I didn't, Unfortunately, I didn't play the Kickstarter game and put our goal at 10,000. Um, so like, it's kind of like we're, we're, we're trying to get there. We're almost at 50% right now as of recording. I think by the time this comes out, uh, maybe we'll be at 50 or 60%. And then we really do need the final push 
um, in the last week in order to, to fund, um, mm -hmm. and that's what we would like. It's my first publication for um, Tabletop, and I really want to just move forward with a lot of, uh, a lot of good vibes and like, you know, keep, keep moving forward with uh, these sorts of projects that are um, very inclusive and also very useful for GMs and fun. Mm. And folks, you should definitely go check out the Kickstarter page. It will be linked in the description of the episode. It was also linked, I think, in last week's episode, uh, the description. Uh, go check out the Kickstarter. Go support the Kickstarter. Look at some of the incredible art. Um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Friday, will you be able to hear some of the, will they be hear, able to hear some of the music from it in this episode? Yeah, so I'm going to send you all the uh, Confessor Battle Tracks done by Dungeon Dad. Um, who's also a composer. If you watch uh, YouTube D&D at all, um, they make great YouTube content for D&D. Um, and uh, yeah, that'll be available actually on the Kickstarter page as well if you want to play the Confessor theme song. There's a, a YouTube link to uh, their YouTube channel uh, known as Chill Touch, which is where yes. they put all their compositions. Very cool. So yeah, we're looking to um, make a soundtrack. Uh, it's one of the stretch goals. So we do need more support in order to do that, but we have commissioned them for uh, a couple of tracks already, including the Confessor theme song and the battle music. Mm. Uh, yeah, please, folks, go support this really, really cool and mm -hmm. fun project. Uh, seriously, some of the best art I've seen in a book, i got to be honest. This stuff is Real gorgeous. Cool, yeah. uh, and the music is fantastic as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, great stuff. Uh, the, I cannot wait to see the rest of this adventure as well. What what horrors <laughs> await the rest? If yeah, that's what we're leading with, <laughs> where do we go from here? Oh, <laughs> you know, that was just oh, a warm up, no. Jeremy. You know, it's oh, now it's time I come now back. Now really <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I, for one, cannot wait to see because uh, Friday first came on and emotionally destroyed us. Mm -hmm. Now uh, she's come on and physically destroyed us. <laughs> what comes next, you know? So, <laughs> Psychological <laughs> Spiritual oh, damage. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming, Friday. Uh, and Drac, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thank you, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. A round of applause for both of our guests, everyone. Yay. Oh. Yes. Yay. Everyone do a clap, please. Clap wherever you are. Yes, Liv will know. <laughs> I'll, I can hear it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, the, the class. Okay, good. Uh, but yes, thank you so, so much. Uh, yeah, and please, once again, go and support this project. Uh, and we will uh, we will see you next time. Uh, <laughs> free Black Halflings uh, after we've recovered. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what's fun. Uh, so long, Shire Folk. Yeah. So long, Shire Folk. You can you can say so long, Shire oh, Folk so as well. Long, Shire yeah. Oh, so long, Shire Folk. Yeah, <laughs> if you're if you're on the show, yeah, you can always say it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we we need to say it to people. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>